And we are coming down in three, two, one. Welcome to Getting Sports with Drunk. I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by Mark. She watchable. Yep. 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 <laughs> Kyle, yep. So I am toothpick soul today. Yeah, see. Where's your toothpick? God, that burps. Yeah. The Master Chris Massey. And the Red Baron. Master, turn my headphones up a little bit more. Uh, so, yeah, we're here live on Getting Sports with Drunk on PPR and Radio Network and Spreaker and uh, all things uh, podcast and internet radio shows. Should we should we make Kendall wear whiskers? I think so. Rebecca, make a note from now on. Before every show, you must use eyeliner to apply a black nose and whiskers to Kendall as if he were a cat. He can wipe eyeliner off though; it should be permanent marker. <laughs> Actually, let's get it tattooed. You know the uh, the headphones that have the cat ears already on it. <laughs> Ricky has them. a pair of those, right? From PPR. You know, I think I don't know if they they still work, but definitely did have those. Mm. Yeah, they're cat ears, not rat ears. It's kind of the same. You yes. need a tail. <laughs> A naked tail. Ooh. <laughs> I can just stand backwards. <laughs> Dumb joke. <laughs> Stupid. I take it back. <laughs> it's too short to be a rat tail. Backwards. It's like a rat that had his tail clipped real thin. <laughs> oh, Mass, are you browsing on Firefox? Yeah. What is this, 2004? I love Firefox. Yeah, well, it doesn't love you. Yeah. You dumb jamo. You're going to get a rash using that. Yeah. What's wrong with Internet Explorer? everything well considering that i searched pornhub in 2003 and it's still loading <laughs> it, it doesn't use as much ram as google chrome all right calm down you fucking la fan jesus <laughs> i gotta find a, way, find a way to work my team in there somehow <laughs> dumb joke <laughs> what if i just step backwards <laughs> we're already derailed all you right a uh, snicker over there <laughs> starting lineup souls <laughs> today i am drinking Ba-bum. here it comes here it comes from? Uh, from Milwaukee, Mus- <laughs> from Milwaukee, from Milwaukee, from Saskatchewan, from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I'm drinking Colt 45. You guys say Wisconsin? Not <laughs> <laughs> a tongue twister. Oh man! He said Wisconsin with a Boston accent. I've never heard that before. From Wisconsin, <laughs> parked it. So. We were we had the uh, the talk in the liquor store, and I'll open it up to the group, Kendall. Over under four times, Kyle sings part of the chorus to the Colt Forty Five song. I say under. I say one at most. I want to say six times. So, so over. Well, yeah. Was, well, you, you, <laughs> pick, you picked one number. That's why. Yeah, but I also I preface it with under. Okay. Well, over six. No, over, over four. Six, over four six. Kendall's the guy that goes and be like, so the over under is five and a half. All right, I'm going to bet five million that they scored thirty-two. <laughs> well, they got thirty-one. You would have covered the spread. So, give me money, <laughs> and I will get the money. <laughs> what are you drinking? I have from Rochester, New York, Genesee beer. <laughs> that, that's really all it says on there. There you go. That's all you need to know, really. It's a lager. Proudly brewed since 1878. No, no, no. It was proudly brewed in 1878. <laughs> <laughs> Mass? It's aged. 
from by candle fire. <laughs> it's a wax can <laughs> from Relic Brewing. Part of well, I guess brewed at Thomas Booker Brewery in Bloomfield, Connecticut. I'm drinking Violet Ray. Sounds sexy. Yeah, <laughs> you're a big advocate of the Relic Brewery. I haven't had anything from Relic in like six months. Yeah, but like you had like eight straight relics before that. I don't think it's been six months. We have to look at the photos. Well, I mean, there was a while where he was drinking Patron for six weeks, <laughs> one half pint. Then he was drinking Jenny Craig for a little while. Yeah. Then he just kind of started drinking water, and then that turned into whatever I had laying around. You know, the Kendall route, speaking of. Yep, the cheap fucks. <laughs> I'd like it to be known that I bought a beer tonight. <laughs> and guess what? He's not drinking. I will drink it. <laughs> <laughs> I will drink it. Dun, dun, dun. The Riddler was remember, nice remember enough. Remember I mentioned Cal's being a real douchebag? Oh, I know. I know it. The Riddler was nice enough to buy me a yeah, beer. Just get to it. From Decadent Ales in Stratford, Connecticut. Yes. I thought you were about to say Deck the Halls. Deck the Halls. Orange Cream Pop. An India Pale Ale with vanilla extract and orange puree. The Kendall's one of those suckers who loves creamsicles. Yeah, because he's a Freaking moron. Be the um, man. Are we not supposed to like orange creamsicles? <laughs> huh? Are we not supposed to like those? No, nah, you can't. Creamsicles are awesome. They're super overrated. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would Here, agree they're not the greatest ice cream. Here comes Kyle with his terrible food takes. Oh, also, fudgicles are pretty terrible. You wouldn't mix orange juice and cream together and drink it. Why not? So why would you freeze it and eat it? Because you don't even like sense. orange juice. Well, orange juice, is it's it's different. No, it's the same thing. It's different. It's the same thing. So I'm just le- I'm batting lead off with a Molson because I want to get some. I'm going to wet my whistle from last <laughs> week. But I've also got uh, the the heart of the lineup today is Omegang Neon Rainbows, a New England style IPA from their Farmhouse series. Very nice, and vibrant can. Yeah, uh, at a Ipa. Cooperstown, New York, six point seven percent alcohol. That means it's a bowling beer. So it's serving at forty degrees Fahrenheit or five degrees Celsius. The can is called cool. like Platinum Argyle, <laughs> which is also my K-pop band. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's funny, it's like, I, I don't think I've ever heard Kendall use the word Argyle before in a sentence. <laughs> or K-pop. No, no, we talk K-pop. Yeah. Do you like K-pop? We talk K-pop. <laughs> Candy Quahog Marshmallow. Yeah, it's a classic. I'm sorry, what? Candy Quahog Marshmallow. Like, do you like real K-pop? No. Quagmire, well, it's of. your home. Ha <laughs> <laughs> You like that BTS stuff? Yeah. You want a colder one? Cod's getting into it. Nah, it's cool. Toast of Excellence. Oh. Hey, Ronda Rousey's right there. Yeah. Nope, never mind. It's not Ronda Rousey. <laughs> <laughs> Thought it was Ronda Rousey. It's it's like Ronda Rousey, but if Ronda Rousey was Kyle. Nice. My toast <laughs> of excellence is to the XFL re-kicking off for the first time in a long time. Did you say the XFL is kicking off for the first time in a long time? said yeah. re-kicking off. Yeah. It's been a while. <laughs> Merch is sold out on the websites. Yeah, which is, is really? fucking insane. So I'm gonna. Oh, hey go. guys! Just so you know, uh, Handy bought a new car. Yeah. Yeah. Bought a Subaru Legacy. Yeah. He told me about it yesterday. How long to, did he really? Yeah. When yeah, life, when it, according to him, when life hands you lemons, you buy a new car. That's the <laughs> caption. How long until he traded that in? Uh, he, already, he already traded in for a new car. <laughs> my my toast is also an XFL team, the St. Louis Battlehawks. Not his favorite team. They are. No, I'm in. It can't be. When, it's already been claimed. Okay. You can't and, uh, have fans of the same team. It doesn't work. Well, let's gonna. No. Um, they, they were the only road team to win this weekend. 
and then celebrated by just shotgunning seltzers in the locker room. <laughs> Classy move. I liked it. I want to see more of it. Mass? Uh, Giannis just had his first child born, so just excellence to him. Baron? I have two. Happy birthday to Paul Millsap. <laughs> On the day of this recording of February 10th, 2020. And also, did you guys catch the first XFL game? I, I laughed so hard. Steve Levy and I can't remember the other name. And it seemed like they were trying to convince themselves that this was football. <laughs> like, the way they were talking, like, you know, and these guys, these are guys are almost good enough to play in the NFL. You know, if there was a 54-man roster, one of these guys would be on it. <laughs> it's like, all right, guys, let's just call the game. So you're saying you don't, you didn't like the XFL? I did like the XFL. I'd like I, him to bring in Jim XFL. Ross. No. Bring in Jim Ross. Again? Let, let him call games. He did the first time. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> All right, so my oh, what the heck? I, I have two of them. One of them is this meme I just found that said, no matter how useless you feel, remember that Ben Simmons wears a shooting sleeve every game? <laughs> well, that was very funny. Um, and then also to uh, the LA Dodgers for taking, making sure that they heard the podcast last week when we did kind of like a who we thought was going to be disappointing. And I said the Dodgers, and then they just went ahead and got Mookie Betts. So <laughs> yeah, they, they were they like, sh- you know what? He's on to something. We guys. are going to disappoint. <laughs> we'll show you. They, uh... They like to bail out the Red Sox every few years. <laughs> like, hey, you guys signed a couple bad deals? Send them our way, baby. We'll take Man Ram. <laughs> okay, call Crawford. We Toast want him. him. Send him here. Adrian Gonzalez? Yes, please. <laughs> I think Nick Punto was part of that. Yeah, he was bad. <sighs> Sorry it's not cold, Kendall. Good. You may be a cheap fuck, but I'm definitely not a rich fuck. <laughs> Tasty. <laughs> <laughs> Save it for the review. We didn't do reviews last week. No. Kendall and I have to add ours in. Nobody else has anything to review, right? What'd you have? Pilsner or Quell? You reviewed it a billion times. Kyle, what'd you drink last week? Uh, Smell like a sound. Oh, yeah. You can review that if you want. If you remember. No, I'll drink it later. I don't <laughs> know if I want to drink all these. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so real quick, let's get this out of the way. Let's get the good sound effects going. Could you please turn up Mock's mic a little bit so we can catch everything? Of course. Mock, I'd like you to. I'd like you to hold the bucket. Like I want to catch as much. So, so I'm gonna do the best I can. But this is under contest. I didn't draft one of the teams. It's your own fault. It's not my own fault. You chose to go to Mississippi. Not really. You loved it there. Nah, right, that's so, not true. if you guys have recalled, in January, every week, we did a all-decade fantasy draft team and scored, you know, just kind of scored based off of the points of the decade. So, basically, the scoring went golf-style. Um, the lower your total score, when, and so, I should preface this. You were, based off how we ranked, one through five, you were given a score. First place, one. Last place, five. And after all four major sports... Your place rankings were totaled up. The lowest ranking was the winner, and the highest ranking was the loser. And as we do here on Getting Sports with Drunk, fantasy losers do gross shots. The punishment. Yeah. That was prefaced. Also, it was added in after our first draft. But, no, I reiterated it because it's a fantasy thing. It wasn't said in the first one. Well, it wasn't said at the beginning of our fantasy draft. You also said before football. you went to Mississippi, so you knew about it before you went. Oh, no, 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 I'm saying before our very first, the, the NFL one was the first one we did. It was the second one where we added the gross shot implication. And you still drafted Steve Nash, so. <laughs> I did draft Steve Nash. 
All right, so uh, do you guys want me to recap the final rank, the whole thing, or just do you want me to just do the NHL ones and then give total rankings? Do the NHL and give total rankings. All right, so we did the NHL draft. So in first place was the Riddler. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't worth it. What? That was weird. Yeah. I, I thought it was going to be better. I'm I, sorry. I should have just went with the... <laughs> yeah, that one. <laughs> in second place... In second place was the mass Chris Massey. For hockey? You drafted a good team, kid. In third place, it was very close. In third place was Toothpick Souls. I think you beat him by... I I have to go back and look at the score. I have it in the notebook. I I think you beat him by like six points. Wow. Yeah. Um, In fourth place was... Moxine Washable. A very, very blunt, blunt person, person unfortunately. unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> and in last place was the rat of a red baron, Kendall Reed. <laughs> so the overall rankings are as follows. In first place, with a total of five points, was the Riddler. Oh, no, no sound effects? Well, it got some hate. So you want one? No, it's all right. How about this one? All right, cool. Perfect. <laughs> Wake up in so the I finished. I finished first. Right. I finished first in three out of the four major sports. The only one I didn't finish first in was baseball. Uh, in second place, toothpick souls. Actually, this is gonna be Kyle's new thing. Whenever he does something, <laughs> with a first, <laughs> second, and two third place finishes. In fourth place, the mass Chris Massey with a total of thirteen points. Oh, third place, sorry. Oh, all right. Third place, sorry. Uh, he had two third place finishes, a second place finish, and a last place finish. In fourth place, the Red Baron. <laughs> he had two last place finishes, but he also had a second place finish and a fourth place finish. And in last place, everyone's favorite household appliance, Machine Washable. Nope. Hey, where did Jeff finish? Uh, Jeff finished in <laughs> second and a half. <laughs> This will be Jeff's. Uh, I'm, I'm brutal. <laughs> <laughs> Mock finished fourth three times and last once. Yep. You lost to Kendall by a point. Oh. Would that have swayed anything? I mean, like, so basically what would have happened, so, like, the only really ground it would have made up would have been for MLB. He would have had to jump you and me in order for it to not be a tie. Oh, okay. So like he would have had to finish second in MLB because he wasn't going to get any higher in. I mean, like, like he kind of botched NFL a little bit. Like, it, hindsight, yeah. it, hindsight being twenty twenty, like everybody knew what it was, but it was just kind of like a uh, how long do people play thing. So I mean, the fact that Kendall didn't finish last going off of two thousand fifteen <laughs> stats is miraculous. It, it was funny because like when we finished the NFL one is when I fully understood what we were doing. <laughs> like as we were driving, I was like, oh yeah, these guys were good in this decade. <laughs> so. Uh, I, made, I made fun of Massey for picking Mahomes. <laughs> Pick two running backs <laughs> in their third year. <laughs> well, Chris finished last in the NFL, though. Yeah, I know, it was just funny because I was like, Mahomes, he only played two years. <laughs> you picked two running backs. Barkley and McCaffrey. <laughs> <laughs> Which, to be fair, though, they both had more points than Mahomes. No, I know. But it was just funny. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> I'll take these two. <laughs> you dumbass. Give me Josh Rosen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
He's all disrupted. <laughs> so, Moxine, you're last. You get to do the gross shot. Now, the way we did it last time, I'd like to continue this. Um, you have to give it a waft and try to guess as many components as you can. I will tell you how many components there are, how many non-alcoholic, how many alcoholic. So you may you may pass on the shot now. There are three non-alcoholic components and two alcoholic components for a grand total of five. That's your shot. Now, here's the rule. I know you're not going to be able to keep it down, but you have to th- you have to throw the whole thing back. Uh, my the plan because oh, so the only reason I say that, that is because I tried to <laughs> chug mine and it was like a pint glass <laughs> and I almost vomited so, everywhere. So what was you? Because I I think that was the week I wasn't here. It was oh that's so bad. A one steak sauce and who had to make it? Kyle made it. Kyle made it. It was a one steak sauce, which I hate. Pickle juice, yep. um, Jaeger. Kyle, you remember? When I read it. Kendall, do you remember? I'm trying to remember now. It was A1 pickle juice. Jaeger was in it. There was Dr. Pepper. Dr. Dr. Pepper. It was rough. Pickle garnish. Yeah, there was a pickle wedge garnish. Pickle garnish. Yeah, I saved you from the garnish. Would have been a plum. Plums are terrible. (laughs) I love plums. It was so funny. Kyle calls me and he goes, hey, uh, can you answer me honestly? I said, well, probably. What food do you hate? I was like, God damn it! Did I come in last? <laughs> He's like, Yeah. And I was like, Well, Kyle, I uh... oh, good cue up there, Red Baron. <laughs> All right, so going to it's it's two fifty three. You can go ahead and start playing it now. And we're gonna talk for a little while. Mm-hmm. So it's a good guessing music. Why do you keep going back to it? <laughs> I'm trying to guess what's in it. Well, it's like it's like an obscure like thing. Like, you know, like you see something so vulgar, but you can't look. Can away. do your yeah. thing, man. Kendall, well, this is more of a, yeah. Uh, Kendall, a Kendall will be joining him in the shot. Yes. Post shot, though. Post shot. So, so why? Because it's Kendall. <laughs> you put yeah. anything even slightly alcoholic in front of Kendall. He's All right, so drink. why don't you go ahead and give us a waft? What do you think? I personally luck, think man. it's got a nice Asian cuisine smell to it. Yeah, I mean, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> <Take it back. laughs> Kyle, you haven't smelled it yet. It looks like sweet and sour sauce. Kyle, do you want to smell it? Hmm. Smell, some, smells Asian, doesn't it? There's some stuff yeah. that like, didn't dissolve, and I don't know what it is. <laughs> I'll take a whiff real quick. There, there's something spicy. There's something spicy. So I'm going to be bummed if there's something in it. <laughs> no, I what thought it was something hot. in it. I don't know. Like, do you know what's in it? Like, no, I thought it was so kimchi. <laughs> what? Yeah. I said there were no Asian components in it. Okay, I believe you. Yep, Why Frank's red hot. <laughs> I like Frank's. I put that ish on everything. I'm, I'm getting mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. spice, but there is a spicy component. It's not. It's not hot sauce. Frank hmm. smiled, <laughs> <laughs> which is hot sauce. <laughs> I guess it's like less hot sauce. <laughs> they make like a it, hot ketchup. Is right? there like, gin? Nope. I thought for sure there was gonna be gin because gin is fucking awful. Take that back. Gin is awful. I love gin. You love everything. That's not true. Kendall, name a liquor you hate. Liquor? That's tough. <laughs> <laughs> I can name a couple beers I don't care for. The empty ones. <laughs> yes. Namely those. The warm ones, number two. All right, well, you can just knock it back then. Well, hold on, hold on. Get the bucket ready. I want you to keep the bucket under the, the mic. I want to I hear it. I don't know that I could actually guess anything that's in that. Yeah, you want to try some, though? You don't have to, but you can. You know, out of solidarity for Mock. Even though you I know, know that's he, a guy right there. I know you know, he, what's, you know what's good here is that everybody that Mock could have beat for last place is doing this <laughs> shot, so he can't bitch about it anymore. Hey, Kyle, good job on doing a great job. That's right. <laughs> Never planned on doing it. Kyle, you get to clean the bucket for being a douche. That's Kendall. <laughs> what? 
Oh, she's got the promotion. Oh, and birthday shot for Rebecca. Nice. Oh. <laughs> That's right. I can't get that closed. <laughs> All right. I'm so tired. Why? So let's. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty super bummed about it. Well, just do it, man. We're almost done with the song. Can I guess? Take it, Kendall. Can I guess? Ready to restart it? it? Run it back. Run it back. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, am I allowed to guess? No, 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 no. Okay. Unless you know what? Go ahead. Is there a Worcestershire sauce in there? Nah, there's not. That's a good guess, though. That's a good guess. Yeah. That's a good nah, guess. Nah, there's not. Because I like Worcestershire too much. I wouldn't do that to it. I used to drink that out of the bottle when I was a kid. No, wow. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's, like, that's a strong flavor. <laughs> you want to hear a dumb joke someone told me one time? Yeah. It's named Worcestershire sauce. Mark's stalling hard. Hard. It's, it's called Worcestershire <laughs> sauce because the guy who made it said, Honey, come here. Taste this new sauce I made. And then she tried it, and she was like, Worcestershire sauce. <laughs> I like that. Can I give you one more dad joke? Mm-hmm. <laughs> knock, knock. Who's there? Awoo. Awoo. Werewolves of London. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Mark. Main event time. Are we, are we all going at once? Or no, no, you no, have to go you first. first. Bucket. We need bucket that reaction first. I got it. No, right. I want it under the mic, though, so I can hear you Listen, if you hurl. I, 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 you'll get it, because it won't be quiet. Good. I should probably take the head. Should, should I kill the music, then? He's, Dole it. He's going to go. I'll probably put those over there. Oh, this is going to be great. Oh, it was as dull as it goes? Yeah, unfortunately. All right, that's all right. I'll just hear. It's very cloudy. Yeah. Put it this way, the longer you let it sit, the worse it's going to look. Hmm. Different densities? I'm seeing black flip. Is there, is there pepper in there? Nah. Come on, man. Five. Don't four. do that. Right. <laughs> I was Come trying on, to cut Mark. you down for the hype. Mark, I could have made you the Thanksgiving shot. The other the other thing is, I don't like everyone looking at me. <laughs> Alright, fine. Rebecca, look at him. <laughs> Mark. No one's looking Mark. at me. I got you in peripherals. <laughs> me and Madison are locked in. <laughs> I'm looking at you. I know. <laughs> See, I, I know it's going to hit my mouth, and I'm going to instantly spit it out. Whole thing. Knock the whole thing back, though. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm going to try as hard no, as no, I no. can. No, no, I'm not saying you have to swallow the whole thing. But no, I know. Dump the whole thing in your mouth. But I know as soon as it hits my mouth, I'm spitting out. <laughs> it's just the way it's going to be. I want you to swallow it. Don't be a it, pussy. It's not going to happen. All right, fine. But then you can't drink any beer for like five minutes. You gotta let it sit in your mouth. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta let the rest of it fester. If you're not going to swallow it, you gotta at least salivate it for a little while. Marinade that's, your that's probably also not gonna happen. Is there a is that, is that Italian dressing? No. Because <laughs> I like to play on words though. Like, like I said, because well, so well, re- like you said it, and the smell kind of hit my hit my palate. All right, man, come on. Oh god, knock it back, knock back that Asian sauce. It smells pretty bad. Let's do it. Hmm. Can you just do it? This is riveting radio okay, here. This live is, this on the is awful. Network. This is easily the worst part of my day. Here we go. Oh, God. Kendall, do you have a gerbil sound effect? Nah, not really. <laughs> so at first I thought he said gerbil sound effect. <laughs> <That's what> I, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I keep trying to like will myself to just do it, and then I bail. I'll buy you a Funko Pop. You do it now. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> I'll buy you two. It smells hitting my nose from here. I'll buy you five Funko Pops if you swallow it. Nah, it's not worth it. <laughs> I'll buy you five... $50 Funko Pops if you swallow it. Five Chase Funkos. Still might not be worth it. Wow. Five fifty dollars Funko Pops. That, that I'll buy you the next wave of Office Funko Pops. Hmm. <laughs> I, can, I can give you a buy you Jenna Malone. Panera gift card. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Here we go. Come on, Mark. You got this. Again, I just had to... Hold your breath. Hold your breath. Nah, it's worse. He's got it. Let him do his thing. <laughs> It? <laughs> <laughs> it was instantaneous. Yeah. Don't yeah. drink anything. 
Gotta let it fester a little bit. Lick your, lick your lips for me. Just do that. <laughs> Just lick your lips. Come on, man. He got he got everything. He got the entire shot oh, down, though. That's funny. What'd you think? Terrible. I can't hear you. You gotta talk to the mic. Real terrible. All right, kind of. Why don't you go ahead? Okay. So, we're, let me smell it. Wow. Keep, no, you're not guessing. You're just doing it. Right. You guys can guess at the end. I can smell it from here. Yeah. It's coming I up in my mouth. Bucket. Oh, man. This is what I measure, like, the garbage juice is, like, at the bottom of the can. Just do it. Here we go. You know, we didn't even think about it, but Mass might also need the bucket. <laughs> don't let Mass forget is gonna that be that's champion. in there. Not great. <laughs> is, right. is that horseradish? Nope. Don't try and act like it's not terrible. <laughs> not great. <laughs> I give you a lot of credit because there's a lot of Holy different shit, taste hot. going on there. Yeah. So is there some type of tuna element? No. Nah, oh, thank God. Archie Moore's buffalo sauce. Yeah, I knew there was something hot. Oh, my God, that's hot. Mango vinaigrette dressing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was, that's why I was guessing the attack, because like, I was getting that vinegar smell. Yeah, yeah. Um, what was the other non-alcoholic component? Now I'm blinking. Crap. <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. Shit, there was shit. Because <laughs> that was what really bummed me out when I knew you guys called Marissa. Because I was like, "Oh, she told him tuna." Oh no, <laughs> no she only said eggplant. Oh, the guy. That's is there terrible. Ninety nine bananas in this. Yeah, there is. <laughs> <laughs> and and Jägermeister coffee. Oh, oh. you know what? You oh, take out the the banana and the Jäger, you got a good bloody Mary mix. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then and and um and then minced garlic. Yeah, ah, that's good. Because as soon as you pulled that thing, I was looking, I was like... Oh, Do you not like garlic? Garlic's okay. Not in this, I, though. I like garlic a lot. Yeah. That's but, what the little floaters are. But yeah. I was looking at that, and I was trying to think, like, I don't know. And, and knowing Paul, mm-hmm. like, he won't put the tuna meat in there. It'll just be the water. Yeah. And that's almost oh, just as bad. I forgot. There's also a splash of buttermilk in there. Splash hmm. of buttermilk. Wanted to give it a little bit more of a creminess vibe. <laughs> you know, I, think I tell you what, it's very hot. Yeah, like it's very, it, oh, I did mostly. I did mostly. Bu- mostly buffalo. Yeah, can tell. But, but it's hot. Yeah. But it's probably the garlic too, because garlic is hot. See, now that I made the Bloody Mary connection, I'm talking myself into this. So <laughs> well, get, in. get the tobacco vodka. Oh God, <laughs> Kendall, what are the odds that you finish that? Well, unlikely, <laughs> but not improbable. Here's what we do, Kyle. But he's yeah. going to pour it out. You and I are going to put our snus pouches in here. Oh we're going to let God. it fester. Then we're going to put the tobacco vodka in there, and then the, the snus pouches will be a garnish. I'll tell you what. If that wasn't tobacco flavor, if that was like a plain vodka, I would make a Bloody Mary out of that for sure. <laughs> Not a doubt well, in my mind. Go upstairs and somebody ask Peter if he has vodka. No, he doesn't. I have I, vodka I, in the car. Yeah. Of course he does. Why would I? <laughs> oh, the, the liquor guy. <laughs> the liquor salesman. Doesn't have... What a fool I am. Oh, my God. That's actually really hot. I, I am. I will say, I'm super happy there's no tuna in there. I, I tell you, Paul, I was sitting at home at my table, and I was like, they're going to make me tuna. They're gonna Why didn't you it. guess that there was tuna in there? See, if I had See, known that, know. I would have just, I would have made him a tuna fish sandwich with mangoes on it. But <laughs> I, it, it, no no joke, I, I wouldn't have not have been able to do it. I, I honestly wouldn't have. Tuna, tuna is that thing, like, the smell of it, like, instantly, like, makes me All right, well, we can do the same punishment we did last time. I didn't finish the whole drink, so, Chris, you can take the uh, the pr- pleasure. Um, I didn't finish mine, so they dumped it down my shorts. There you go. <laughs> Kyle, you get, you wrestling for the shorts. Well, I'm wearing jeans, so take joke's on you, souls. Take right. them off. <laughs> take them off. All right, you got me. Well, well <laughs> good gross shot. Thanks, bud. Good gross shot. I miss doing these all the time. I do don't. You? 
I do. We used to do shot roulette. We did it every week. Why? Well, well, no. So because, what we well, would we do, also man, had a kitchen at our full disclosure. We had we would do shot trivia. Mm. So oh, that's what I meant. Shot someone, trivia. someone. However, it started. We came up with a question, and it had to be where you Miracle. guessed a number. Yeah, Mark would always get the middle one. <laughs> Kyle would get super pissed because I would talk Kendall into guessing first. <laughs> but um, if you lost, yeah. The following week, you had to take a disgusting shot, and then you asked the question, and it just kept going. But you know what's weird? I oddly didn't lose that often. No. I would just wait till I could guess in the middle. What are you and talking then, about? You lost all the time. Yeah, I was going to say, it you lost a lot. It was pretty much you and Kyle <laughs> losing regularly. <laughs> you, I thought Kyle lost way no, more than no, I did. No, you asked one, a lot of questions. The one time, though, I made that really gross one with mustard, and Kyle like threw up in his hands on the way to the bathroom. <laughs> I'm sorry, What? Remember Frank's cheese? <laughs> Frank's cheese was a classic. <laughs> Shout out Jeff Martin. <laughs> you know what? We're bringing it back. Ah, no. Yeah, we are. Everyone can prepare a gross thing at home. I always have a disposal of amount of booze at home. So we're starting it now. I think... Uh, get a random generator up. Get a random generator up. This is going to end so poorly. No, because what happened is next week, you'll have the gross... Sh- like, So whoever this lands on is going to come up with a question by the end of the show. Numerical one. So like, how many home runs did David Ortiz hit in 2005? Okay. And then, you know, whatever. And... That's the way it'll work, and then whoever gets it wrong, whoever's the furthest off, will have to do the gross shot next week. You'll make it for them, yeah, so you'll have you to bring the wrong it. Generator up. Is that, are we just gonna, I thought, I thought we we're going to be a number, and then we we're going to... No. No, just do the name <laughs> one. Shotty number two. So I what, guess we could do the number place? thing now, mm-hmm. since you have it up. What? So how, do you, how are you choosing type. who's coming up with I was backspacing, guys. <laughs> we're just going to do a random generator for now. Right, and then for every and then every week from there, whoever finishes last comes up with the question. Always pick this one, and then you guys have a whole week. So I mean, you can get a gross nip or two to mix with it because it, it could be something like this where, like you, you know, you make a little extra, we dump it out. You can waste two dollars on nips; it's fine. Or you can ask me ahead of time, and I can find something. I have plenty of things. <laughs> you know, it was funny too when I was home. It's not the booze that makes us gross; no. it's everything else. Because so, I thought Mark almost got raw egg in his. Yeah. He almost got egg yolk. Like, but I was going to float it in there, oh. like not shake it, and so pour it in the glass. So oh. when I was home, like really, like super bummed, because I, I was convinced like there's going to be tuna in this thing. He was just eating raw eggs. I, well, no, I was sitting at home and I was like, oh man, if I ever get to make another show, I am coming for blood. <laughs> like I, I was already like plotting revenge. <laughs> was, is this as bad as you thought it was going to be? That, that actually doing? wasn't because I was I anticipating know. just tuna. Kendall, where's the link you did for when we did the, the fantasy football and NHL draft? It's so right just... there. Top one. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. I didn't see it before. Type some names. Yeah, a stigmatized bitch. Just, just put K Souls five times. Why? Well, Mark Souls. <laughs> Listen, guys, you guys watching makes it worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see? I'm watching yeah, other peripherals. And who are you missing here, man? Why am I always lost? You know, I knew he was going to ask, who am I missing? <laughs> All right, go ahead, randomize it. Oh, we Rebecca. No, Rebecca's not part of it. All right, so Souls, you're number one. There you go. So you come up with a trivia question by the end. So that means you're immune for the first week of shot. You don't have to do the shot next week. It means you get to make the shot. That's right. So uh, Only tuna. <laughs> I'm telling you, I, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I, I can't do it. Well, no, you just have to do a subtle amount so he doesn't know what's in there. Ah. Uh, that's right. Like, the first sniff I took of that was real deep, because I was trying to catch any hint. <laughs> Would you but, be able to tell over the hot sauce though? I I think so. I don't know, and and I guess like, I mean, I don't know because none of you guys guessed there was garlic in there, and I mean yeah. it's 
the first thing I would think when I saw this was like, oh, that's garlic. So I thought it was just a, like dressing. The stuff only like thing that. it looks like besides garlic is sesame seeds. <laughs> <laughs> that was why I kind of like I was getting the hot, but also like the vinegar, and that's where I focused. <laughs> Like, I was stuck on that. So, Kendall, you, or Kyle, are you going to quote the phone by the end of the show? I already got it. But just by the end of the show? Yeah. All right. All right, so we got a half hour left before we go to break. So, uh, what do we want to do? Masses how, segment? How long is your segment? Probably like 30, 45, somewhere around there. All right. So, you want to do it? Sure. Or? All right, cool. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Tell you what, that burp didn't taste good. <laughs> it's a very hot. Mouth is still hot, though. Mm. Still yeah, got some really tingles. Is. What kind of hot sauce did you say you used? Archie Moore's buffalo sauce. Good, I'm a fan. Shut up. It was the first one I found in the fridge. All right, fair enough. Shut mm. up. Wait till the next oh, time nice I get it. It's just going to be gin and milk. Oh. Sipping on gin <laughs> and milk. Sipping on gin and milk. Gross, oh, yeah. Got my mind on my money. So, Mask, come on. All right, so about like seven weeks ago, I came up with a <laughs> <laughs> segment uh, kind of capping off the decade. Uh, where were they then and where are they now? So I thought this, it was, would... this was for the, the 2010s decade. Yes. It's now 2028. So I thought it would be fun to look at like some of the older stars that are left over, um, you know, from the last generation, in some cases, two generations, um, and see, you know, what their stat lines were like 10 years ago, what they hadn't accomplished yet versus what they end up accomplishing, you know, by where we are now. Um, Mom. Who is this? Don't worry about it. <laughs> anyway, continue. <laughs> is it who I think it is? No. Just, just okay. your segment. All right. So, um, <laughs> it was a very nice picture, though. The end of the day, um, went through the four major sports uh, and just came up with. Oh my God, get to it already. Players that at least played a good portion of the 2010s. Um, more than like three or four years. Steve Nash. Yes, Steve Nash. <laughs> um, and just thought it would be fun to go back and check where they are. So you got, uh, we'll start off with the NFL. You got uh, Brady, 10 years ago, was 32 years old, already had three Super Bowl championships, two All-Pros, two Super Bowl MVPs, two MVPs, and led the league in passing yards twice. He was only an All-Pro twice? Back then, yeah. That's not, even back then. That's kind of surprising. Well, so they went on their first real. Well, no, tear. all pro like the AP. No, I know. Yeah, no, I, that, know. I believe that because they because that's always like a that's always something for like Breeze, like the stat whores. He he was never yeah. he really. This... Oh, you know what? All pro doesn't do AFC versus NFC, right? No, it's just all league it's, wide. Yeah, it's yeah. League okay. Wide. So like a lot, but I mean, like you think of like like Breeze, Rivers, Manning, like they, yeah. Ben, Eli. I mean, well, not Eli, but <laughs> I'm saying like the, no, but like those are the guys that were thrown for a hundred billion no, you're yards. Right, you're right. Like, Brady was never really, like, a statistical leader in yards until, like, this past decade, really. They went on their first big tear early in the 2000s and then didn't really make a big push until the 2010s again. I mean, they kept winning the division. They kept making big pushes. Um, Pretty much a consistent push for the last 20 years. (laughs) Um, Got Aaron Rodgers, which I thought this was surprising. 2009 was his first start. I didn't realize it had been that late in the decade. So by 2010, he had only made the Pro Bowl once and had only started the 2009 season. So then 10 years later, he ended up uh, here. Let me get his stat line. He was drafted, what, 07? Yeah. Rodgers? Yeah. No. I think it was like 05. No, he was 05. He sat for four years. Yeah. 
Jeez. We got Brett Favre. No, I know. I just didn't realize he sat for that long. Jeez, what What were they thinking? Like, I know it ended up working out, but that's you drafted. What they were thinking. But I mean, you drafted a guy in the first round and sat him for four. Like yeah, that's it works. But what I mean is, if a team did that now, the teams can afford to do it now. They're under too much pressure to start the young kid. I don't think they expected Brett Favre to stick around that. Yeah, that, that's well, the, the other thing too, though, is, is like, you also you also can't compare it because the situation is different. I mean. Realistically, at this point in time, what veteran quarterback do you know that, granted, it's hindsight knowing what we know about the Brett Favre situation, but Brett Favre also played, what, two seasons with the Jets and then three more with the Vikings? Yeah. So, what, like, what pro well, do you know? One with the Jets. Was it one with the Jets? Yeah. Or two? One. I thought it was two. One, and he went right to the Vikings. He retired again with the Jets and then went, went, then went to the Vikings. So, it was four more seasons after the Packers. Yeah. Okay, so what pro, what pro quarterback do you know right now that plays at, at an elite level like Brett Favre did that's got a guaranteed eight more years in them? Four good ones at least. No, I, so I'm I saying know. like, but I'm saying like, you know, like like you could like, there's no one to do it. But I mean, like, the Patriots could have done it. No, would have batted an eye at it because it's like, well, okay, yeah, you they got the you got the team. next guy, you got the next guy to take over. I mean, well, that's at at that time. It'd be different I mean, if you were drafting like a, a first round quarterback and sitting him under like Mariota. Yeah. Like, at, you know, or, at that time though, they didn't know Favre still had eight. I mean, no, but I'm saying, but like, but Favre was still playing at an elite level every year he was there. It wasn't until, you know, that they decided that, you know, like they, the winning, you know, like, okay, we're not, you know, like we're, we're not going the distance with you. We're going to try out this kid. But I'm saying, but like, like he was still playing at an elite level. Yeah, is what I'm saying. Like it's not like it's not like Roger sat behind Mariota. Or it's not like he sat behind Andy Dalton for four years. It'd be, you know, it's, it, right. and there's no position for that right now. But like, I mean, like you know, I mean, if Garoppolo was still sitting under Brady, nobody would have been like the Patriots are stupid. Well, no, but uh, but again, I mean, he wasn't a first round pick. Well, they, they used to. I mean, though he was a first round pick, I don't. I think coming out of school, he went uh, California. It, was, it wasn't USC. It was a UCLA. Cal. It was a Cal. It was Cal. Um, it's not like he made like a, a whole lot of noise and like the there was pressure from the owners like hey we got to get this guy started he, he played well but he was kind of just you know just another quarterback it's not like I'm trying to think about like uh like when Andrew Luck coming out of school there was so much hype no I know that it. but but even so, say if if four years ago even like a team like the Saints if they drafted someone in the first round every analyst would have ripped them you know like it it was just a weird it, again it ended up working out. But it's one of those things, like, if it well, didn't... The, the Packers were in a situation at that point in time where it was at the pick they had, it was draft the best guy available yeah. because they had pieces on defense and offense. Mm-hmm. So, like, they, they were still, they, you know, there there was nobody really... I mean, granted, at that time, the, the, the Bears kind of really emerged that season to go to the Super Bowl the year after Rodgers was drafted. But, like, yeah. the Lions were not knocking on doors. The Vikings weren't a good team. I mean, the Bears were still the same Bears they are now where they're good for five minutes and bad for the next five. It's you know so it, it, they kind of just felt like we have the window. Let's draft the next quarterback we need, the next quarterback we're gonna get. You know we we can't pass up on him, but really I mean there's nothing we really need. And they honestly I wouldn't be surprised if if you go back and look at stuff like they they probably listened to trade offers for that pick, and there's, there wasn't anything that rung their bell enough. So also, they were like, let's just college. Rogers wasn't supposed to be anything great, right? He was a first round talent, but a lot of people had him being a bust, and that's why he fell twenty five picks. No, it was a first round quarterback that needed work. Great yeah. talent, but maybe not the IQ. He learned from 
And then one of the greatest of all time. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you don't right exactly. I mean, like look at Mahomes. I mean, he learned from Alex Smith. You don't think that? I mean, he says it all the time. Alex Smith's a huge testament to what he's his success. It's funny because Alex Smith was taken before Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. He was taken number one overall, wasn't he? And Alex Smith should have been the quarterback in the Super Bowl. I digress. Which Super Bowl? The Super Bowl that he wasn't the quarterback in. Yeah, I agree. That was the one where Kaepernick started. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's coming back this year. Alex no, Smith? Who are you talking about? Alex Smith. Are you talking about Smith? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were I talking heard about Kaepernick. Kaepernick. I was like, Kaepernick's not coming back, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, this is here about. <laughs> Uh, what do we got thing, he, he asked the S- XFL for twenty million dollars to play. Did, did he really? That. Yeah, and, and they were like, uh, "No." <laughs> yeah. How about you do something else? <laughs> yeah. Why don't you go play at the NFL? Oh wait, um, <clears throat> fucked up, man. <laughs> Not really, but I like it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number four or number three, Frank Gore, two thousand ten, had only made two Pro Bowls, but had already gained six thousand yards. Which I thought was pretty impressive. He was still only playing for the 49ers. Um, and as of this point, I should have had this up, but I am not prepared. Um, yeah, he only had 12 weeks to prepare yeah, for. Yeah, well, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I knew Kendall was going to respond. <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean to catch up. Go ahead. Yeah, sorry. Um, Frank Gore currently has five Pro Bowls, one second team All Pro. And is third in rushing yards in NFL history for 15,347. Here's the real question. What team is he playing for this year? I believe he still has to deal with the Bills. <laughs> Either way, I, I think Frank Gore's going to be one of those guys, like especially like our age group, is, is he's going to like be forgotten about. Oh, of course. Reason. He doesn't even have a first-team All-Pro. And, and it's too bad because that guy's probably been the most consistent running back <laughs> like of our lives. Slinging that wood in his pants. Since 2005. I mean, really, every year, it was just, oh, Gord's got another 1,000-yard season. For How many years did Emmett play for? He played for, like, close to almost 20, I think. Do you think Frank Gore breaks 20? If, well, Frank Gore... And he needs five more years. Not gonna win a, uh, Emmett Smith played for 20 years. Close to, if not 20. You see, he played with the Cardinals. Yeah, he, he went to the Cardinals oh just God. to break the record. Ate up a lot of change there. I thought he already <laughs> broken the record. No, he... He, he, I'm pretty sure he went to Arizona to break it, didn't he? Well, you know, he went to Arizona, he, and, and then, then he, he went, went back, back to, to Dallas, Dallas, and that's where he broke it. Yeah. Was back in Dallas. No, he ended it. He ended with the Cardinals in 2004. He ended with the Cardinals. He didn't go back. No, he he retired as a Cardinal. Oh, it's horrible. I'm pretty sure he broke it as a Cardinal, though. I don't think he broke it as a Cowboy because he doesn't have that many more yards than Peyton. Yeah, let's he, see. But and then I'm, I'm gonna jinx. I'm gonna jinx him for sure saying this, but not gonna win. Frank Gore's never been hurt. Which has been a, a huge, it's a big deal, you know. Even if he, he only, you know, amassed like 700 yards the season, that, that's still, he's staying on the field, you know, getting the touches. No, he broke it as a... Yeah, he broke it as a Cowboys last year. And then went to go play for the Cardinals. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Emmett played from 1990 to 2004. <laughs> so 14 years. 14 years. So Frank Gore already hasn't beat. Good. Kendall with a quick... 0 for 3 on <laughs> NFL trivia. trivia. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm, where's LeCarrette Blunt? I'm, I'm, just, Lions, right? <laughs> I'm still just surprised that he doesn't have more accolades. I really am. You know, I'm usually right a year later. But but keep this in mind, keep in mind. I mean, he played in the time with 
the Ladanian Tomlinsons, the Adrian Petersons. He was never the guy. He wasn't. He that's, was always, that's what I'm saying. Right. He was never the. He was never the. I'm the guy. Guy. He was just the. You know. He was never flashy. But uh, he he was probably the like most consistent back we've seen. Also, those 49ers team we played for were pretty fucking trash. Yeah. Um, Vinatieri. In 2010, had already won four Super Bowls. Yeah, we know about him. Yeah. He's old. He's old as hell. Uh, elected to two Pro Bowls, two All-Pros, and named to the 2000s decade team. So, I have a question about the Pro Bowl thing. Okay. So, like, if you're elected to the Pro Bowl and then play in the Super Bowl it and someone count. replaces you, are you no longer a Pro Bowler? No. No, you're still a Pro Bowler. Are you? Mm-hmm. He was only elected to two? <laughs> At, by 2010. But he would. St- I mean, he was in the league for thirty years already. Yeah, but only one kicker gets elected for each. Yeah, but even only one kicker. Is it really? Yeah. yeah. And there was randomly guys that were like actually better at the time, like Mike Vanderjack. Yeah, like, and you got to remember too. I mean, like Adam Vinat. I mean, na- here's the thing: name one Adam Vinatieri regular season kick that stands out to you. Well, I didn't. That thirty-eight yarder against the uh, Jets. <laughs> There's probably a lot. I'm just saying, and you got to keep in mind too. I mean, the last four years of, or last five years of that decade, it was a Colt. Yeah. So I mean, he won one Super Bowl, and then the Colts were kind of like, you know, they were good, but well, they they were good till Manning left, till he was hurt. Two thousand. They were good again with Luck. Eleven. Right, but I'm saying, but like, but but like name. That's what I mean. But Vinatieri is has name name a name a regular season standout thing that Vinat- I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I like I didn't he's want he's a he's a playoff kicker. You remember his playoff? Kicks. He had a rough year this right. year. I mean, he's one of the best kickers of all time, if not the best kicker of all yeah, time for sure. I think he is. But you know, it's just like you said. I mean, you have a you have a kicker that makes six fifty yarders. Sebastian Janikowski. How many Pro Bowls did he make? Because of how, I mean, Greg Zerline, because that one season he made fucking two sixty yarders in a game. Yeah. That alone was a Pro Bowl. That was just it. <laughs> it doesn't matter what anybody, anybody else could have done anything, and that was it. I think it, Paul. Johnny Hecker makes it every year just because he might throw a touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Vinatieri stats now. He only has three Pro, Bowl, Pro Bowls total in his career. He's been elect- he was elected in 2002, 2004, and 2014. Made three All Pros the exact same years, and he made the NFL's 100th anniversary all-time team. That's it. There, there were no additional stats. So after 2014, nothing happened for Vinatieri. That's fair. Which I mean, in he got grayer. He got uh, grayer. He just played good enough to stay on the roster. I mean. It wasn't until like this year this that year. he really showed that he's either old or doesn't just doesn't happen anymore. Yeah, can't um, go through that though. Like, like last year he'll suck ass, and next year he'll make every fucking field goal. Yeah, I mean you you could very well be it, right. It's weird. I don't know how that works. It's gonna go to the XFL. Well, it's because you don't as a kicker. It's not like a running back or receiver or quarterback. You you're not out there getting consistent repetitions. I mean, yeah. you could, you you could go out there and you could you could start the game off by by shanking a 32 yard field goal wide left, and you might not get another opportunity to kick until the fourth quarter. You know, I mean, it, it, just the way it might play out. You right. know, you might you I might mean, play on the Chiefs. Look at, look, at, <laughs> look, perfect example is the team that you root for, Kyle. 
Yeah. You could have a you, fucking Boswell could go out and miss a 32 yarder and then not because anything to do with Boswell, but just because Tomlin's an asshole, they'll go out and score six straight touchdowns and just go for two for no reason every time. <laughs> and then, hey, just, just so you know, we didn't want you to do those extra points because we just thought it might be. But now we're trailing by two because of all those mixed extra two points. So go out there and nail the 30-hit-seven-yard under-pressure field goal. And that's the only second that's the second opportunity you got in a full game. Yeah, I didn't say there was anything wrong about it. And he probably misses. <laughs> Boswell's actually real good this year, so go fuck yourself and Alder Rosas. <laughs> Best kick in the league with 15 field goals. It was the year before. Yeah, that's my point. <laughs> and this year, he was one of the worst. Yeah. I think they're going to cut him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's round it out with Larry Fitzgerald. Nothing needs to be said. In 2010. He's still wonderful. In 2010, he had been elected to five Pro Bowls, received one All-Pro vote, led the league in touch, or I'm sorry, led the league in receptions in 2005, which I believe was his rookie season, and led the league in touchdowns in 2008 and 2009. What year was he drafted? He was drafted oh, who? in he was 03? Yeah. 2004. Was it 04? I was going to say, I thought he was the, the Eli draft. Yeah, 04. That's what we yep. all said. Cuss said 03. No, he said 04. You just heard it wrong. <laughs> it was the mango talk. He was the third pick in the draft. I heard you. You said 04. All yeah. right, he was the third pick in the draft. Yeah, that's what he just said. He said third pick in the 04 draft. I heard him say it. <laughs> He's just exactly what Kyle said. Larry Fitzgerald was drafted third overall in the 2004 NFL draft. That's exactly what he said. I heard it. Who the fuck is Robert Gallery? Oh, my God. Robert, he's an offensive lineman. Yeah, he was fucking terrible. He was the second overall pick. Yep. Oh, listen, he pa- was good. Hey, you want to get some, real, da- you get some real datedness going? Go watch the first Christmas episode of The Office when Daryl and um, Roy are talking about trading Sean Alexander for a defense. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so fast forward to today. Larry Fitzgerald has received 11 Pro Bowl nods. Only one first-team All-Pro. Two second-team All-Pros. Led the league in receptions in two times, 2005 and 16. Didn't lead in touchdowns anymore. Led, or made the NFL 100th anniversary all-time team. And that's it. I believe he's second in, re- well, or in receiving. Yards, and a so lot of, and, and all of that, you got to remember, he also dealt with the likes of Kevin Cobb. Yeah, bad teams. Yeah. Uh, Skelton. Yeah. There's somebody else in there that was pretty fucking terrible. Kevin Cobb. Is that him? Yeah. Um, oh, Ryan Lindley the fuck out. Oh, my God. The two best quarterbacks he had were... Carson Palmer. Carson Palmer and Kurt Warner. And Kurt Warner. Oh, I'm going to take Jake Plummer. <laughs> <laughs> that's I, bad that that's number three, though. I, I think that Fitzgerald's the best receiver we've seen. Like, our generation. Super consistent. And, and I mean, like you said, I mean, he wasn't the flashy guy. You know, he wasn't the the Randy Moss or Tia, but I, I don't think there's a receiver that we've watched play that I would rather have, like, you know, when you need that catch to be made. <laughs> I don't think there's anybody you would want other than Fitzgerald. Not even Megatron? No, because he's hurt all the time. <laughs> I, and here's the thing. I, I'd still... It would have been a diff, probably a different answer had he played a career, a whole career. But I mean, Larry Fitzgerald. Like the thing is, is like Kelvin Johnson is, was one of those guys. Like Kelvin Johnson made the really big plays, but Larry Fitzgerald makes the clutch plays. Yes. Yeah. If it if it hits Larry Fitzgerald's hands, it's a reception. Kelvin Johnson. I mean, you look at like so. I mean, I'm not I'm not doing this to be like a like a homer type of thing, but like. There were corners that could shut Calvin down, certain corners, and he's come out and said it. And one of them was Charles Tillman. 
And because Calvin Johnson was one of those receivers where you didn't go for the interception. Because he was bigger than you. Yeah. He, he was a monster. He was bigger than any corner. If you tried to go for the interception, he was going to exploit you, and you were going to be done. Charles Tillman, wasn't. he was like a champ Bailey. He never went for the interception. Charles Tillman always went for the incompleted pass or the forced fumble right after it. He went for the turnover that he knew he could force. And, like, Charles Tillman was one of those corners that could shut Calvin Johnson down. But, like, Larry Fitzgerald, you just you can't shut him down. My favorite the stat quarterback about, can shut him down. My favorite stat about Larry Fitzgerald. But that's just it. Was, they can't. Because yeah. he would still have good years. Yeah. My favorite stat about Larry Fitzgerald, and I was just Googling to try and find it. Larry Fitzgerald has more career tackles than he does dropped passes. Yeah. One thing I wish I could have seen, well, I, I don't know how you guys feel about this, when it was him and Anquan Bolden, it was like such an awesome combo. Yeah. I would have. I, I wish he stayed for the duration. That would have been fun. I wish they won that Super Bowl so bad. I don't. <laughs> I, I know you guys don't because you're Steelers fans, but I, I really I wanted them to win that so bad. Just for Larry? For Larry, uh, yeah. I mean, for this dude, kind of wanted the Giants to lose their Super Bowl. Kyle, I'm not saying it because you're a Steelers. Yeah, fan. you are. Okay, Kyle. You also would pick Odell Beckham over Calvin Johnson. <clears throat> what? Am I wrong? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> yeah, not even close. Kyle, what was the point you were trying to make there? I'm going to ask you that question: of who you would pick? <laughs> I mean, what was Odell that Beckham point? Calvin? What is you the said point? Calvin Johnson to... was always hurt, so I'm like. This guy okay. said, oh, no, Beckham's the best receiver in the league, and he was always hurt. All right, Mass, what else you got? Because we've got to go to break soon. I still have the three other sports. said a half hour. <laughs> I didn't think it was going to take this long. You said a half hour. I didn't think it was going to. It's gonna... been a half hour. I didn't think it was going to take well, this long. Do you want to continue in the second hour? We do the basketball in the third? Or do you want to do a little bit each show? What do you, what do you guys Sure, I can, I can do a major sport every single week if you want. There you go. Are you done with football? Yes. All right, good. Fuck you. We're going to break. All right. We'll be back. <laughs> On the other side of the break, break, break me off a piece of that Kit Kat bar. And now, back to getting sports with Drunk on the PPRN Radio Network. Monday. Welcome back to Getting Sports with Drunk. I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by Fuckfaces. That's not very nice. <laughs> Is my response. I'd be Mr. Fuckface. All right, fine. Mr. Fuckface and the Fuckfacettes. That's Mr. Fuckface Souls. We are the fuckfaces. And that is the end of the song. And two zigzags. There's the first reference. Oh, I thought I thought Kendall was about to go into the bump. Sing it, Kyle. This is the ice cold Michelle Pfeiffer, that white gold. Which wasn't tone deaf. It sounded perfect in my head. You're not tone deaf. <laughs> You're not tone deaf. See, I never liked the term tone deaf because I understand that you think that you're singing different tones when you're not, but you're still singing a tone. Right. So you're not tone deaf. Dude, you're just a, you're monotone. It's more of a baritone. No, it's monotone. It would be one tone. Mock, sing it. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> Being a bitch. Kid. Kyle, thousand, Kyle, thousand points. Flick him in the tip. No, no, no. Ten thousand points. Whoa, whoa, whoa! For what? That's not what he said. What are, what are points for? <laughs> he said the tip. Are, Dude, buy this, the damn thing. I, I am. <laughs> is this like a? Don't worry about what the points are for. All right. Get more points, and then you won't have to worry about it. I haven't ever been awarded points. I'm at zero. Well, all right. Mark's also zero. points. You kiss Paul in the mouth. No. <laughs> 
I'll give you 3,000 points to not do it. All right. So that means you don't have to kiss me. All right. And you still get points. Nice. Right. 3,000 points richer. I'm going to deduct 3,000 points for being a pussy and accepting that offer. Yeah. Now you're back to zero. <laughs> and his offer's dead. Kendall. Bitch. You're struggling over there. Trying to figure out where your beer's from? Yeah, so it's it's in North Haven, but it's actually from Oslo, Norway. What? I wouldn't have bought it. Fucking Scandinavian bastards. All right, so Kendall, you came up with a segment. We got to get to it, so let's go to to it. Okay, uh, dream this up. Uh, I figured we could do uh, an NBA 30 under 30, so we would uh, highlight players under 30 years old and uh, their accolades thus far. Some of these are going to get real dicey. And constructed, yeah, there's definitely some teams that have more deserving than other teams. We don't don't have to cover, if if a certain team we really feel doesn't deserve. No, we're going to cover them all. We did the homework. Yep. 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 And then one one from each team. Mass is an asshole, by All right, the way. So here, let's do this real quick. So Massey did the same division as Kyle because yep. he thought he had, even though you very nicely outlined it for us. Yep. So I texted Kyle asking him a question. He pointed out that I'm a fucking moron, so thank you for that. Said it very kindly though. Then, then I, I proceeded <laughs> to do the other homework. <laughs> that is true. So he proceeded to do that, so I will take a shot at Graves and thanks, Kyle. He goes, man, Mass is done. He goes to this player. <laughs> should I do this player or this one? I'm like, dude, you don't have that team. <laughs> All right, so Mark. <laughs> no, I do, though. Mark. Yeah. Why don't you go ahead and pick a team to go? <laughs> what division did you have? I had the Pacific Division mm-hmm. plus uh. the Pels. So you had a good division and a bad team. Got it. I had a bad division and the best team. Thank you. This is not good. I might throw up. That was a little bit too much for you. What's your fault? All right, go ahead. Pick a team. Go. Uh, so the the first team I have on my list here is the Golden State Warriors. The Warrior Hairs. So the the player that I chose to be my thirty under thirty is Draymond Green. Twenty nine years old. He is a three time All Star, three time NBA champion. He's a Defensive Player of the Year and a five time All Defensive Player. And he beat Kevin Hart in a three point competition. Yep. Um, he averages 6.9, oh, out for his career, averages 6.9 rebounds per game, 9 points a game, which <laughs> I think I could beat, <laughs> and 4.9 assists per game. So he was my representative from the Golden State Warriors. Does someone want to make a, a list? Yeah, you. I got you. Uh, you, I, you come on. <laughs> I couldn't find the the tier maker. <laughs> it was right. Fr- it wasn't it the tier maker. It was a random name. My generator. point exactly. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, what's your wife doing? What? Uh, you're not doing homework. You're correcting homework. Don't lie to me. All right, next. Don't you laugh at it? <laughs> Who's up? Mass. All right. Uh, I originally had. Just pick a team. We, I said I wanted to get through this quick. Bucks. Giannis. Done. You he don't, has a last what? name. No. You don't have them either. I thought I had your division. The Atlantic division is the Sixers, the Knicks, the Raptors. I did this wrong. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next week. We've got a 30, <laughs> 30 segment. So you did the whole central division? It might have. Did you? It might have. Did you, yes or no? No. Because I have the Raptors. I don't know what I did. Name off the teams you did. <laughs> Hold on. Go, na- go you. No, go name you. off go the you. teams. Go you. Go name you. off the teams you did. I have the Bucks. I have the Raptors. Mm-hmm. I have the Heat. Oh, wow. <laughs> we, are, we are already all over. Every division in the East. Okay, keep going. 
He did the Chiefs, the Lions. <laughs> <laughs> the Celtics and the 76ers. So, you still got your notes? Yeah, I got you. All right. <laughs> so, Souls, you're going to go ahead and pick a team from the... Uh, from one of you, you have ten. I got this. Hold on. I, I'll do Jesus. the Knicks. Don't worry about the Knicks. Christ. Okay. <laughs> I got this. Don't worry about it. So God, I was drinking grapes before the show. <laughs> the Knicks is very tough because all of their young kids are one or two years in, and none of them have done anything special. So you got to go Julius Randle. He had he he has most amount of points and rebounds per any of these athletes. Um, he's the closest to an All Star that they have. Closest to a star that they have. And that's all you got for the Knicks. Yep. Accolades are nothing. <laughs> they play in New York. That's the accolade. Yeah. This isn't an accolade. It's more of a curse. Right? It's a cool city-ish. If you had money. It doesn't mean it could. No. It doesn't at all. I'm just saying, if you had money. Well, right. if, you, if you play in New York, you have money. Because well, yep. they have... Well, hold on. I'm going to look up uh, real quick. How did you get the Bucks in the Heat? I don't know. I don't know what I did. I was just thinking, that's a cool alter ego. Yeah, Julius Randle hasn't done anything since college. New York Knicks. Power forward, right? Yeah. Julius Randle. All right, I had the Central Division, or at least I thought until Mass stepped in. <laughs> so we'll start off with the Chicago Bulls. So, um, so I think I know what went wrong with Massey. The wet toes. Yeah. <laughs> the wet toes got him. Yep. Yeah. Uh, for the Bulls, I had Zach Levine. Um, he was a member of the second All-NBA rookie team. He is a two-time dunk contest champion. He's the fourth teenager in NBA history to record a double-double. And he is the fourth player to win consecutive back-to-back dunk contests. So pretty much nothing that really matters for the team. <laughs> but all of it before the Bulls. Oh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Hey, it counts. It counts. He's a bull. He's a bull. He's a bull. He's a bull. <laughs> Kendall? Uh, I'm going to start with the Utah Jazz. And um, I ended up going with uh, Donovan Mitchell. Uh, an all- he's 23 years old. An all-star so far. Uh, made all-rookie in 2017-2018 uh, season. Uh, averaging uh, for his career... Uh, Sorry, I'm looking at the, the wrong thing here. Oh, yeah, it looks like you're ready. Well, I'm ready. Uh, averaging 22 points uh, per game uh, with a uh, 439 field goal percentage. And uh, he's a good team. It's interesting because the... I veto your pick. You veto my pick. Now, now are you picking uh, Bogdanovich? What? No. He's only one of the person to pick. Yeah, you, you specifically stated that you wanted this to be based off of best player versus... In terms of accolades, Rudy Gobert is a one-time All-Star, two-time Defensive Player of the Year, made the NBA All-Second and NBA All-Third team, and is a three-time NBA All-Defensive First Team selection and led the league in blocks for a year. Can I take the truth for a second? Yeah. Forgot that you said that? No, actually, I didn't. I thought this was somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> We're off to a fantastic star, folks. I, we we are a terrible sports show. <laughs> no, we're not. We, some just of have, us we just have some terrible people on our sports show. Yes, I actually would have picked Rudy Gobert. I don't know who the hell I thought I was looking at. Well, you you obviously looking at the fucking Jazz. Well, no, I mean, uh, on my did list... you do Massey's division? <laughs> 
Yeah, I actually I would have picked Rudy Gobert, hundred percent. All right, I'm gonna go. So Rudy Gobert <laughs> is my uh, so my member of the Jazz. I I got Massey's division, which was whatever. I have the Miami Heat. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, my player is Bam Adebayo. He has no major accolades, but neither do any of them. Uh, he's under thirty. Hey, I actually picked Bam when I did it wrong. Yeah, no major other under thirty. Yeah, he's twenty two years old. Yes, he's undersized, but in his career, he's averaged ten points, seven and a half rebounds, and two point seven assists per game. And this year, he's up that to sixteen, ten, and five. He's the basically the reason why Hassan Whiteside was kicked to the curb a couple for a couple years. And has and is having a resurgence career as a defender. Yes, leading the league in blocks. Ma. So, uh, the next team that I have here is the Los Angeles Lakers. Thank you for doing this right. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I did have to go back and see exactly what was required of us, but I didn't mess it up. (laughs) I I went with Anthony Davis, 26 years old, averages 24 points a game, 10.5 rebounds a game, seven-time All-Star, three-time All-NBA, three-time All-Defensive player. Who's ready to get dicey? I agree with that. As well, as well, as well. <laughs> yeah. Ready to get dicey? Ready yeah. to go back to that type of New York Knicks? We're going to go ahead and go to the Detroit Pistons. Brandon Knight, he's a first time. No, he's, a- he's traded. Did he, was he also traded? Yeah, he was part of one of those deals. Oh, all right. <laughs> Fuck. So. so it's the other young guy. <laughs> no, so then, yeah, it's uh, Luke Kennard. <laughs> no, it's not. It's, did, did, um, I don't think he got traded. No, um, he's safe. No, no, no. Um, the guy I'm thinking about. <laughs> God, God, no, he didn't say a name, but he's staying. <laughs> I think he's part of the, yeah, he's part of the drumming deal. No, I don't think he was. <laughs> no, he's still on the roster on ESPN. What's the guy's name we're talking about? Brandon Knight. Brandon Knight. Brandon Knight's still on the roster. Wait, Pistons? Yeah. You're right. He got traded to the Pistons. He got traded from the Cavs to the Pistons. I was gonna say he's on the Pistons. Yeah. That's why I had to redo it because I'm not doing that. before that it was gonna be Andre. That of the grocery. Before that it was gonna be. Got. Before that it was gonna oh. be Andre Drummond. And then after once before the details of the trade came out, I was like, "Well, Links and Galloway was a second NBA rookie." I, I so Brandon Knight from the Pistons, Went he was a NBA All Team first rookie selection, and we're done. <laughs> I tell right. you, the, the you NBA, the way like the trading works in NBA, I've been trying to figure it out, but it's so funny when like they trade for a player and then just like buy him out. <laughs> A lot it, of it, a lot of it is salary dumping. No, I know, but it, it's just funny where it's like, "Hey, we traded for this guy. Oh, we bought him out. He's gone." I'm like, oh, <laughs> all right, cool. All right, thanks, Bleacher Report. I have the Seventy Sixers. I think. Yeah. Perfect. All right, I will oh, really get this one wrong. <laughs> uh, Embiid. Well, you had two guesses. Say JJ Redick. <laughs> <laughs> he's not there. <laughs> I know, and he's like thirty six. Embiid has three. NBA, NBA All Star votes. Uh, two NBA sec, uh, NBA All Star just All Star votes. votes? <laughs> <laughs> he sucks. <laughs> it was Kyle. Kyle. By his, his parents voted. <laughs> uh, two NBA All Defensive Second Teams and an NBA All Rookie First Team. And that's it. How many? How many All Stars? Uh, three All Stars. I think the argument could be made for Ben Simmons in terms of success. See, I texted him about well, that. He's got two Rookie of the Year awards. <laughs> no, but <laughs> two All Star appearances versus the three. He was the All Rookie first team and NBA Rookie of the Year. I mean, 
I, I mean, texted rook- him and asked rookie him of the year is it, you can't go wrong either way. No, I understand that, but I'm saying, but like, rookie, I feel like rookie of the year outweighs defensive team selections because it's an individual award that you have to win by yourself. That there's only one up. I think Joel Embiid lost defensive. <laughs> that didn't happen. What would be funny? But we can go with whichever one you want. So I think it's pretty tossed up. So yeah, you either one of them. You go to Embiid. You can't yeah, go Furkan. Let's say Embiid. All right, I'm going to even put a position for Brandon Knight because he's not making the final cuts. Who cares? <laughs> he's a point guard. I didn't pull him for Julius Randle either. So, Rat? I am doing OKC. Hey, you want to hear the name that I mistaked Rudy Gobert for? Yes. Who plays for OKC? Kyle, any guesses? Shy Gillis Alexander? Nope. <laughs> just... Danilo Gallinari? Nope. And this is a guy's name who sounds just slightly like Rudy Gobert. Oh, Stephen Colbert. That's <laughs> it. Just barely... Andre Roberson is the guy I made the mistake for. <laughs> so, yay, yay me. Uh, my submission for OKC is uh, Steven Adams. Uh, not a lot to show up on the scene, but uh, he was an all-rookie 2014, and he's 26 years old. He's one of the most underappreciated bashers in the game. Steven Adams is only 26. Yeah. Yeah, dude, he came out at 18. He's also, Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Everyone thinks he's older because Adam Morrison came out before him, <laughs> and they think that that's him. I'll take a and then before him was Jim Morrison, but he was part of the dirt sheet. Kyle, Ooh. do you know where he went to high school? I know he went to college. Uh, Grove City High. I know he went to. I know he lived in New Zealand. <laughs> if you where we get most of our views, by the way. Thank you, Stephen. <laughs> Kyle, if you can get, he went to a high school in Massachusetts. If you can guess, Adam. Where, that's yeah. the new one. Who, why do I care? What high school? Well, just, I thought you were stuff. guessing Adams High, and I was like, that's a good guess for Massachusetts. So much for keeping this quick, guys. Right. Some place in Pittsburgh. It doesn't matter. What? Kyle, your next team? Uh, the Orlando Magic. Um, He's 29 years old. He goes by the name of Nikola Vucevic, um, the guy that was traded for Dwight Howard. Um, he, had, he was voted to an all-star game. Pretty much it. But every year, he's gotten better. Um, his career stats are 15, 10, and two and a half. And this year he's 18, 11, and three. Look, and look, we don't, there's no arguing. Who's the next best guy? Aaron Gordon? Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. I was going to say Marco Fultz, but I couldn't do that. No, you couldn't. Mock. All right. My next team was the LA Clippers. And I went with Kawhi Leonard. 28 years old. Averages 18 and a half points per game. 6.4 rebounds per game. Two-time NBA champion, four-time All-Star, two-time Defensive Player of the Year, two-time Finals MVP, and three times All-NBA. I'm not saying you're wrong. Three-time All-NBA? Yes. What does that mean? Not sure. Because <laughs> that's what the website said. Wikipedia? Pro Basketball Reference. <laughs> so, like, All-NBA first team? I'm assuming. That, that, <laughs> I, that's what it said. Three-time All-NBA. <laughs> All-NBA first team two-time. I agree with you. But how old is Paul? I think he's 29. Ah. They're both good. You should have went on Landry Shaman. <laughs> do 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 Okay. All right, Mas. Let's see what you got. All right. Celtics. That's fair. All right. All right. <laughs> they have a team there. Kevin Garnett. <laughs> <laughs> I, w- <laughs> I went with Jason Tatum. Yes. Okay. Uh, 21 years old, he's an NBA All-Star this year, and uh, made the NBA All-Rookie first team in 2018. Didn't do a whole lot last year. But How old's Kemba now? 30? 
He might be 30. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really have a lot to his name. All-star He's votes. He's 29. All-star appearances. Really? Dude, my years are so fucked up. I completely You're forgot. off by one, Kyle. I completely forgot that Kemba Walker was a Celtic. Uh, no, you NBA... didn't forget. You just didn't know. Hey, 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 hey. So Kemba Walker has four NBA All-Stars and NBA 13. We were, really we were talking about next Pittsburgh or next uh, trip. We're gonna make a Vito's greatest hits playlist. We're gonna <laughs> die on the way. All right, all right. So I'm up. Yep. All right. I'm gonna go ahead and go to the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers. Newly acquired Andre Drummond. Uh, thank God, because that one was also gonna be dicey. But would have uh, been Brandon Knight. Huh? It would have been Brandon Knight. Yeah, but it still would have <laughs> been dicey. Uh, all. Uh, second All-NBA rookie team, three-time rebound leader, two-time All-Star, one-time All-NBA third team. Uh, just like a rebound great, but that's about it, really. And he fucked Jeanette McCurdy. Did he? Yeah, everyone forgets about that, but I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny? Uh-uh. <coughs> uh, his name is Rat. That's right. Rudy Gobert? Portland Trailblazers? I bet you guys all know. I even know this. Mass, did you care to say? Is it Dame? Carmelo Anthony. That's right. Uh, Damian Lillard, 29 years old, uh, until July. Just so you know, when you type in Lillard, it re- autocorrects to Lollards. <laughs> he's a five-time All-Star, four-time All-NBA. He was uh, All-Rookie in 2012 and uh, and the Rookie of the Year. And got cheated by Rudy Gobert. Uh, not to derail the conversation, what was this controversy I saw the other night? It was that? goaltending. It was goaltending. Yeah, he was putting. He put up a layup off the backboard. In NBA rules, if the ball is either in the in the imaginary cylinder, if the, imagine there's a cylinder straight up, if the ball is impeded by that imaginary cylinder, or if it touches the backboard, or if it's on the way down, it's goaltending. Which means you you, you basically you altered its ability to go in, give it a fair chance to go in. So Dame put up a game tying layup that went off the glass. Rudy Gobert blocked it off the after it went off the glass. So, because even if it goes off the glass and it's on its way still up, it doesn't matter. It's direction. He was making that layup. Hmm? He was making that layup. Oh, yeah, 1,000%. But it ended up costing him the game. Yeah, I saw and, that. And that's why Dame got so heated about it, because he was like, because right, they started off the season so poorly, so right now they're on the ninth seed looking in from the Grizz- at the Grizzlies in the eighth seed. They're fighting for a playoff spot at this point in time. And that, you know, that game could be what cost it. You know, every game counts. When does when do playoffs start? Like, Usually April. Yeah. Okay. So like Damian Lillard does a thing every year where he just goes off like fifty points for like three weeks. Yep. He's on that spree right now. And it's, it's very impressive. Yeah, it's awesome. I love it. Me too. I guess I'm up. Um mm-hmm. I got the Washington Wizards. I guess you can put two people, but I'm going with Bradley Beal. He's a two-time All-Star and a 2012-2013 All-Rookie first team. And, uh, yeah, he's scoring 29 points a game because he has to. But he's doing it. <laughs> Knock or top. So he averaging 24-4 and four in it throughout his career. But this year he's averaging 29-4-6. and six. That's all they got. Yeah. John Wall hasn't played in three years. From the Indiana Pacers, Victor Oladipo. Two-time NBA All-Star, one-time NBA All-NBA third team, one-time NBA All-Defensive team, one-time Most Improved Player, one-time Steals Leader, All-Rookie first team. And finally back from injury. Mark? Yep, let me uh, pull up my list here. 
Because you're on Amazon? No, no, no. <laughs> My next team is the Phoenix Suns. Well, there only should be one name there. Uh, the name is Roger. No. Roger. Roger Booker. <laughs> you know, I was going to say Stallback. <laughs> uh, yeah, Devin Booker, 23 years old, averages 22.2 points per game, 3.6 rebounds, 4.6 assists. Three, excuse me, four point six assists, robbed of an All Star performance this year. Yeah, he was the uh, twenty fifteen, twenty sixteen All. So was Zach. And uh, and I wrote down here as I was like falling asleep doing this last night that he's a young player emerging as an elite talent in a star studded Western Conference. Hey, How did he reach that? Good to know. But we don't <laughs> care about that. Dundle. I have the Denver Nuggets. Uh, so our obvious pick Neen. is uh, Monte Morris for sure. Kyle, I'm joking. He's good. Oh. He rarely turns the ball over. Kendall's either picking Neen or Chris Anderson. Well, Neen got traded. <laughs> Birdman. Birdman. Uh, I picked uh, Mr. Uh, Jokic, uh, two-time All-Star, uh, NBA, All-NBA last season, and uh, All-Rookie in 2015 and 2016. He was a Pelican for a hot minute. Uh, for the people who care, he shoots right-handed. <laughs> Go out. Or Mass, whoever has something ready. I have something ready. I have Go. the Raptors. Go ahead. Pascal Siakam. Uh, it's 25 years old. Uh, Better than Kyle Lowry. Was an NBA champion in 2019. Hey, he's an Kyle NBA Lowry. All-Star this year. And was the NBA's most improved player in 2019. Rise I'd like to go. This is one of those teams that's very hard to find someone. This is the Charlotte Hornets. And I'm going off this year's success. And that's Devontae Graham. Uh, this year, he came out of nowhere. Uh, he's averaging 18 points, 7.7 assists, and 3.6 rebounds a game, while shooting 37% from three. Nice little surprise there in Charlotte. They needed some, some surprising. The rest of the team is uh, pretty unaccomplished. Yep. The only other case could be Terry Rozier just leading them to the Eastern Conference Finals. Who's their rookie this year? Don't they have a really good rookie? Nope. nope. It's P.J. Nope. Washington. He's okay. All right, somebody go. Go ahead, Kennel. Okay. So I have the spur. Oh, actually, I'm going to go to... Uh, I'm going to do this first. Come on. I have the Timberwolves. And uh, it's Carl Anthony Towns, uh, 24 years old, two-time All-Star, uh, 2017 uh, All-NBA, uh, All-Rookie, and he was the Rookie of the Year in 2015. No no, D'Angelo? Stupid question. Is he K-A-T or Cat? Cat. I should slap you for that. I'm sorry. What was the question? Is he K-A-T or Cat? There's a picture of like, an NBA announcer being like, can you believe that K-A-T got that dunk <laughs> off? <laughs> we should all put our balls in your mouth with that question. <laughs> Quick break. <laughs> Hold All on, right, let me get mine marinating. Oh, oh God, they're going to be spicy. I got a nice open wound, too, so it's going to oh feel really God. good inside the <laughs> semen sack. That's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I had the Sacramento Kings. Now, going to be honest, don't know many guys on this team. You picked the right one. <laughs> so, Who'd you pick? So, so, Kyle, I think, was watching me like look Actually, at their you, roster. You didn't pick the right one. Well, hold on. It's between two. Because I may still have him up here. Definitely not that guy. Nope. Uh, <laughs> nope. Nope. This guy. Marvin Bagley. You still got it wrong. Kyle. Junior. 
the screen is, is it Marvin Bagley or no, Jerry it's, Fox? It's, it's Bogdanovich. <laughs> That's who you picked. That's who I'm yeah, picking. Not a bad pick. Um, hold on, more bio. He is 27, and he was a 2017-2018 All Rookie. Averages just over 13 points a game. Uh, 30. <laughs> uh, small forward, right, Kyle? Shooting guard slash small forward. This on Basketball Reference says shooting guard. And that's another reason why I picked him. Because that's the most important position on the court. False. We'll no, Kyle, it. you don't know anything about basketball. Says the guy who wants to be a shooting guard that passes. Hey, they will never see it coming. <laughs> But the point guards can't shoot. He's going to be just like uh, Bow Wow after his sneakers got broken. <laughs> <laughs> what if we run the give and give and go? You mean the give and go? No, they'll be expecting that. Listen, you need three gives, and then I just go. <laughs> Home. <laughs> <laughs> Mass, you ready? I, I'm just... It should, it should be Darren Fox, in my opinion. I think it should be Marvin Bagley. Didn't, didn't see... Uh, I What's saw the it? Fox name on there. You know, you want to know, because I, I didn't know many names on this team, so I, I recognized this one, and you guys know my rule in basketball. If I know your name, that means you're good. No, you know the other guy. Kendall, you almost got your boy on here. <laughs> Look up Bohan. You almost got your boy. Oh, yeah? Yeah, if the Pistons didn't get Brandon Knight, it would have been Langston Galloway. Ah, <laughs> damn. Because he was second team all rookie. <laughs> But that first team all rookie, that got him. Very elusive. That right, who's one. next? Someone go. I'll go. All right. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and, and go with uh, the Milwaukee Bucks and uh, Giannis. Chris Middleton. No. <laughs> Tried. No, you didn't. Um, he kind of just does it all, you know? Uh, I'll read his stats for those who are interested. Four-time All-Star, one-time MVP, one-time NBA first team, two-time NBA second team, one-time NBA first defense, one-time NBA second defense, one-time most improved NBA second rookie team. Pretty good line there. Who's next? I'll go. Please. And we need a group vote here. So I have the San Antonio Spurs. Now this guy technically breaks the rules. So no. But he is 30 on the dot. No. You, you know said many, 29 and under. Yeah, this would have been totally different if I could do 30. You said under 30. 30 under I 30. I could have picked a better player for one specific team. Right, I could have picked a better player for I, other teams, too. I would like your no. guys' suggestions. It's DeJounte Murray. Yeah. There's pretty much nobody else. Or Lonnie Walker. No, it's DeJounte Murray. The Spurs are constantly it. a team of old men. Is Demar under thirty yet, or over uh, over thirty? I think yet? he's the thirty-year-old guy. Is he the thirty-year-old guy? He's thirty. All right, so it's Dejounte Murray. All right, we picked it for you. There you go, group vote. I'll take it. All right, he's fine. I'll go with the Atlanta Hawks. It's, it's pronounced Dejounte, by the way. <laughs> it's uh, Trey Young. He made the All-Star team this year. All-Rookie team last year. This year he's averaging twenty-nine points. Seven assists and four and a half rebounds. No, I lied. 29.7 points, four and a half rebounds, and 9.1 assists. That team balls without him. They're balls with him, but they're better with him. Actually, ball sounds like they'd be good. They'd yeah. be ass. Yeah, Dallas right. Mavericks, Luka Doncic. Or Cheeks. Next. Go ahead, Mass. Uh, we got the Brooklyn Nets. We're going to go with, I don't fucking know, because they all suck. Kyrie Irving. 
Yeah, he's on the Nets. Is he? Is he under thirty? <laughs> it's twenty-seven. Is he? Is he? Yeah, some of our him. members could suck a member. He would go with Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving won a championship or two with. The I Cavs. didn't realize he was under thirty. Uh, all rookie first team. I think he made a couple all all teams as well. Yeah, probably made some All Star games. Yeah, but you know, he's an afterthought. I, also, could have been a star of an MB, of a, a basketball movie. Uncle Drew and Doctor Drew. He was a he, <laughs> there was a movie where a bunch of NBA players posed as old men and schooled youngsters on the basketball court. Interesting. That's his nickname, You're Uncle Drew. Ass. He's like Thank a weird. You. He's like a weirdo though. I he's like a hip, he's like a hippie kind of guy. He's like after I retire, I'm gonna buy like a huge like acreage plot in like Phoenix or, or not <laughs> Phoenix, but like in Arizona. I'm gonna go off the grid, get rid of my cell phone, and just live <laughs> live on a farm. Good for you, Kyrie. <laughs> so I had uh, fucking the New Orleans Pelicans. Of New Orleans. One person. And uh, I went with Drew Holiday. Is he... he is 50. 29. How old is Brandon Ingram? He is 22. That's who I was going with, but I didn't know how old he was. I still feel like Brandon Ingram might have more accolades than so, so I Drew Holiday, he has an one time all star, two time all defensive. Brandon Ingram has an NBA all star and uh, NBA all second rookie team, and that's it. Mass, run the credit real quick. <laughs> Seven fifteen. Good, not great. Drew, good for you. Seven fifteen would be pretty good. I think so. Uh, I said it's. I said it's good. You said good, not great. Good, not great. <laughs> Why? What's great? <laughs> like eight hundred. Oh, that was actually a good joke. No, that was a good joke. <laughs> What'd she say? Roche, actually, to be completely honest, that would probably help you out. <laughs> probably clear the sinus right it out. Probably would. All right, who, who has teams left? I, I do. Go ahead. What do you got from Memphis, else? Mass? You've been uh, looking at him for an hour now. Job rent. Well, there's only two guys, Mass, and they're yeah. both very young. Job rent. He's only 20 years old. But currently favorite for the rookie of the year, uh, growing as a leader in that locker room, probably going to end up leading that team for a long time. But there ain't nobody on that team. That's not true. You can't insult a team if you don't know anything about them. Jaron Jackson Jr. is pretty good. I mean, yeah. I mean, Jordan Fallon Jr. is pretty good. Brandon Clark's pretty good. Dylan Brooks is pretty good. May I keep going? What about Jonas? I Jonas? just said him. Did you? I didn't yeah, hear you. I said Valentine. Listen, Jonas Gray. Suck my ass. I'd really rather not. All right, I'm going to go with the Houston Rockets. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. I I, I think what? we need to... Kendall, are you really? <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, hold on. I, I think there's... Well, at least I don't have to clean I don't want to look... I don't want to go through all of them, but... <laughs> Kyle, if we're going to go based off of Kendall's Kendall, criteria, John Morant can't be the pick. Yeah. Because of, of uh, he hasn't actually won any. He's not anything. He's, he didn't get an all star. How old is Valanciunas? Valanciunas is like twenty six. He has an NBA All Second rookie team, which I mean, John Morant will surpass that this year for sure. He'll win Rookie of the Year, but he hasn't yet. I agree. John Morant tears his ACL. He's not Rookie of the Year. So you know what I'm saying? He's like, probably still in. No, Zion, baby. I don't, I don't think no. so. Why? <laughs> I think if he tore his ACL tonight, Kendrick Nomo would win Rookie of the Year. Zion needs to do a lot more. They need, yeah, Zion's not for, winning. For Zion to win rookie there, they have to make the playoffs. 
He'll probably win like all. He'll probably win like rookie defensive team or something. You know, I'm kind of happy Kendall wafted the scent from over there. That was so great. What do you think? What do you think? I think we need to go with like a Valanciunas or something. Valanciunas or JJJ. I'm gonna go with Valanciunas. JJJ. <laughs> he, I think he won an NBA rookie team last year. Valanciunas. Jaron Jackson Jr. Look up, look up where uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. finished on the rookie. Look up his. Uh, he has an NBA rookie first team. All right, so it's him. Jaron Jackson Jr. Wow. Snakes, right? Yeah, yeah he had asparagus. Snakes. Asparagus for dinner. No, it doesn't smell like urine. <laughs> it smells like that shot? Yeah. Good for you, Kendall. Way to make it hot. <laughs> I should have had you pee in the fucking cup. I'm stunning your urine as a shot. I'll go. Go ahead. Right, I have the Houston Rockets. It's Robert Covington. This is the? Yeah. Okay. All right. NBA's defensive first team. And, uh, Look, it doesn't. Westbrook and Harden are over 30, so who cares? <laughs> and they traded Clint Capella. To a team with a better under 30 guy. Who else has somebody? Anybody else? You have somebody. I'm done. I'm done. I'm we done. Didn't, we didn't do the box. I did the box. And I you said Giannis. Did you? I said Giannis. I went through his accolades. Oh, I didn't hear you. Kendall, Kendall finished it off with, it doesn't get better than that. Then he went and peed in the bucket. <laughs> Got anybody Which else? Which we've been missing this entire time. No, nope, that's our... 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 15, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30. Perfect. So that's our GSMD 30 under 30 squad. Yeah. So real quick, we'll kind of go through this. All right. So, uh, all right, Kyle. Yeah. I'm going to rattle off point guards. You're going to tell me who gets the nod, okay? Yeah. As the as the best on the, the list, okay? Yeah. So Kyrie Irving. Mm-hmm. Luca. Mm-hmm. Trey. Yeah. DeJounte Murray. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dame. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. Dame. Going off of accolades, Kyrie Irving. Yeah, going off accolades, Kyrie okay. Irving, for going off best possible team, team. So what do you want to do, Kendall? You want to do off accolades, since that's what the whole thing was based off of? Yeah. All right, so Kyrie. Shooting guard, this is going to be a little dicey. Um, Robert Covington. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, it's Zach Levine, Brandon Knight, oh, Bradley Beal, Victor Oladipo. Victor. I think I have to go Victor Oladipo, or Devin Booker. I think Bradley Beal had the most accolades. No, Oladipo. Does he? Oladipo was two-time All-Star, one-time <coughs> third team, one-time All-Defensive team, most improved player, steals leader, rookie first team. Then Victor Oladipo. All right. Uh, small forwards, Kawhi. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Power forward, Anthony Davis. Yeah. And center, we got Jokic, Cat, Embiid. I think it's got to be Cat, right? Does he have more accolades than Embiid? Cat has, he's a two-time All-Star, uh, one time All NBA, uh, All Rookie, and Rookie of the Year. Yeah, Embiid didn't win Rookie of the Year. All right. Yeah, I would say the only other person that could compete in the, with those two would be Drummond, just because of how many times he's led rebounds. But and so Cat. Cat. All right. 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 Long Branch whiskey. <laughs> it's Matthew McConaughey's. Turn wild turkey. Suck my. Alright, so I wanted to do Mass's thing, but I think we're going to wait till next week. And so we're going to, I think we'll take a quick break, kind of regather ourselves. And then we'll come back on the other side. We're going to have to break down because 
I know personally for uh, somebody who had the NBA Central on this under 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30 thing, um, I had to do a lot of like reconstruction because of the chaos that was the NBA traded line. Indeed. Yeah. So when we come back, um, we're going to kind of, t- we're going to talk NBA trades. Hint to everybody that's not an NBA watcher in the room. Why don't you go ahead and pull up some shit about the NBA trade line so you can at least can give some convo here and there. Hint, 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 hint. And then, uh, and then we'll break down what we're going to do next week and uh, do some beer reviews, do some disgusting shot reviews from the three that did it. Do you want to do the and, uh, NFL thing too? Nah, we're going to skip that. All right. Yeah, we don't have time. This took way too long. Um, but yeah, so we're going to go to a quick, uh, quick break, Skaruki, and uh, we'll see you guys on the other side. And now, back to getting sports with Drunk on the PPRN Radio Network. And we're back live on the PPRN Radio Network. A bunch of assholes here. Fumble Ruski! Fumble Ruski! Fumble Ruski! Audible, audible, audible. Taking an audible. Taking an audible. Fumble Ruski. Anybody name that movie? Football movie. Radio. No. Nope. Little Giants. Bingo! Kyle, you get to assign one shot of Hennessy to somebody at the table. <laughs> He went to the ass while I threw something at me. Kendall raises his hand. <laughs> this uh, is also. Can I ask for a celebrity shot? So we just you deserve that shot. You can. All ask, he said was, "You can ask for it." Nothing. It's just up to him to accept. Kendall, it. do you want to take my? No, 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 no. You have to ask Kyle. Kyle, if, if can I Kendall can... take my celebrity shot? No, please. You were being a dick. You were being a dick. That's why I threw what it. What did you. I say? That was so bad. He said, piss in, had had piss in the bucket. He said, "Piss in the bucket." Like. You made it seem like he said, like, oh, yeah, slap big bitches. And no, Paul that, said that. That me. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> they got nothing thrown at me. I see the favoritism here. So we decided that, so he threw an open beer at me. Now I have to burn this sweater. I see the favoritism here. So we decided in the uh, break. Watching your wedding no, we're going go to uh, we're gonna go to an audible on a mass segment. But real quick, we kind of decided something. So uh, we... Like, granted, this one was hurried because we were trying to squeeze more stuff in, and the NBA one was kind of a trial anyway. It wasn't, it wasn't the best one to uh, work with. The but we like the thirty under thirty bit, and we're gonna run with it for all four sports. So what we're gonna do is the uh, two thousand and twenty year for GSWD is gonna be the year of the monthly segments. So January we did the decade fantasy drafts. February we're gonna do the thirty under thirty by uh, Reed. I like that a lot. So that means it's going to be up to one of you three uh, douchebags to come up with something for March that we're going to do all. First of all, I came up with the fantasy. I got it. Fuck you. I did that. I got it. I don't give a shit if you came up with the first one or not. I did all the scoring and all the work, and it was a lot because the first one was like, oh, hey, if you go on Pro Football Reference, they have the fantasy scores from every season. It was like, oh, that was great. And you go to baseball, and it was like, not enough people fucking care about fantasy baseball, so do it yourself, fucking asshole. And I was like, I guess I'll do it myself. Just an asshole. Cool. So. I got March. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I got March. Mm. It's going to be a dumpster fire. So <laughs> you're going to do March, so we'll be ready for it by April. So somebody have a backup plan. <laughs> uh, best concessions across all sports. White Sox. Pimitini Brothers. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that was a softball toss. Come on. <laughs> that was a terrible sandwich. All right, so Mass has a segment that he found on the internet that he did not come up with himself. <laughs> Plagiarism. Buy a dirty Jew. Oh my God. <laughs> well, I'm not saying all Jews are dirty. I'm just saying that that particular Jew was dirty. You know, Kyle kind of finished. I thought we were going to bust into a quick little song there. Two zigzags. Bum, 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 bum. Who gave me this pen? 
Oh, uh, it was over here. I threw it. It's a nice pen. Was it left on the table? I don't know. It was it's over Paul's here. Paul's pen now. My All right. Corona. So what do we got here? All right. So uh, this segment was something that I found um, before I left to come down here. Um, Shout out Bill Barnwell. Yeah. Bill Barnwell from ESPN.com came up with uh, something called NFL Offseason Dominoes. So essentially the premise behind it is... He'll suggest an initial action, and he'll chronicle the ideal NFL um, trades and or free agent signings that could happen as a result of this. So I think we have five or six of these, um, so I thought it would be cool if we could run through them. I'm not going to run through all of them, but we'll run through a few of them. Yeah. We'll have to probably revisit this at a later time. And then just see, you know, feasibility of it. Um I mean, we could end up grading, you know, his ideas on this. However, we don't take it. We're going to kind of go on the fly with this. All right. We're going to do it live. Um, so, Kendall, for, for everybody else, if you don't mind hitting start so they can all see. All right. So, we're going to start off. Uh, initial trade suggestion is... Or not well, trade. Free agent is that the Bears will sign Tom Brady to a four-year, $110 million deal. Now, in this, he essentially says it's going to be a one-year, $35 million deal with options behind it. Um, I mean, initial signings, I don't think this would be terrible. They have a decent O-line, good receiver core, uh, and a solid run game, which Brady will thrive off of. So, I... Yeah, I mean, it's not unlikely... Um, the only, there's, there's two issues I see with it. Um, there's, and I know we'll see the repercussions that come of it type of thing with the, the domino effect, but, um, it, it's, there's, there's gotta be cap space cleared because the bears, you know, they're paying a lot of people, a lot of money right now. I think we'll get to that. In the no, I know I'm saying yeah. we'll, we'll get to some of these, but there's cap space cleared. And the second thing is, is I don't, you know, Nagy wants to run that high profile, explosive, fun offense that involves a lot of mobility. Um, and Brady obviously has his mobility days behind him. I, I see like the merit where it makes sense, but I don't think Brady's the right quarterback for that team. For for what you just said. I just don't know that he'd fit with Nagy. I That's mean, what I, I mean. Yeah, I think a different head coach for sure. I, I like the idea of bringing in somebody that can give you a win right now mentality to compete with like an Aaron Rodgers in that division and and the Kirk Cousins and, and the high profile offenses that are in the division. While still while, while giving Trubisky somebody to be mentored by and, and kind of giving him, you know, the idea like, you know, if they can work something out with Trubisky where it's like, hey, here's the deal. We're going to not exercise your fifth option, fifth year option. And we're going to give you a kind of a lesser deal because you're not going to get the deal you're looking for elsewhere because you haven't proven it. And you can sit and learn from Brady for the year, if not more. And we'll reevaluate you, maybe sign him on a two year deal. You know, Isn't have, this going to be his third year? Next is year's no, his fourth. Oh, is it really? This, no, this this I think this offseason is his fifth. It'll be his fifth next year. No, he fourth. Was dra- it'll he be was, his fourth. Yeah, because he was drafted the same year as Mahomes. Yeah, it'll be his fourth. Yeah, it'll be his fourth. Okay. So, so I'm saying, like, you know, maybe, maybe you, you sign him now this offseason to like a one-year extension instead of exercising the fifth-year option. Or let him, you know, I, I, it depends. I mean, I, I'm not a fan of like – Using his fourth year as a sit under Brady, and then fifth year exercise the option, spend all that money, and then see what you got, type of thing. You know, I don't know. But 
I mean, it's not a terrible idea. I just, I think that they can do that for less money by, with all the, you know, off-season moves that are going to happen. I think that they could do that with somebody like an Alex Smith, because I think the Redskins are going to have to cut him. They're going to have to eat a lot of cap space, but they're going to save $12 million by doing it. And, it, you know, Haskins is the guy of the future. They're bringing in all this new gizmos and gadgets. So I think you could do it cheaper for somebody like an Alex Smith. But I like the idea of it. Bring somebody yeah. in to kind of mentor Trubisky and compete. But Brady, you're not bringing in to compete. You're bringing him in to start. Right. Which is not a bad move for the Bears either because they're almost in a win-now yeah. mode. The defense is incredible. Yeah. I just don't like Allen Robinson to change his number. <laughs> <laughs> God, could you imagine Brady changes his number? Like, yeah. sick. <laughs> Alan, you know, you keep it. I'll wear number 14. Here's the thing, though. I wouldn't be surprised only because for Brady to do something like this, he's giving up everything that he's yeah. been known it's, for. It's entirely like culture change. It's, a, it's about money at this point. It's, yeah. you know, I want to go out and get what I deserve. And and at that point, who gives a fuck? It's just a number. Yeah. He's um, still going to be remembered. He's still going to be forever remembered as 12. You know, like, nobody fucking remembers Jordan is 45. Or, Le- <laughs> no, you know. No, wait a damn minute. Right, nobody remembers Le- LeBron <laughs> so, is six. So, Kobe, six. Kobe's probably the only player that really is, Eight like, personified for two numbers. Right. The big difference there is Brady has things outside of football. Yeah, the whole TB12. That reflect on but it's 12. Not, but it's not going to matter. I mean, TB14. Are you going to not. If you're if you're a diehard Brady fan, are you not going to no, sign up for the TB12 regiment because no, he's TB7 now? <laughs> I think I think well, he would do whatever he could. What was Peyton Manning? 18. TB18. Well, I think it's like. <laughs> if, if he changes number. TM18. <laughs> private message 18. <laughs> if Brady changes number and he goes up, you just upgrade the package. So TB12 is now TB14. You pay X amount more <laughs> for it. Two per, or two percent increase? Yeah, yeah whatever the numbers, anything is an increase. All right, so um, this leads to this leads. Does anybody else have any comments, Kyle? All right, this leads to Chicago trading Leonard Floyd to the Giants for a six-round pick to free up some cap space. Currently, uh, has thirteen point two million dollars guaranteed, or I'm sorry, not guaranteed on salary left on his rookie deal. Uh, Giants need some pass rush. This will probably help them out a little bit on defense. Uh, it seems like a win-win. I think that's a little bit low for trading away a first-round prospect. No, I agree with it because the London Floyd in has given production, yeah. but hasn't always been on the field. So, and the Giants need a pass rush, and it's somebody that they could link up to not a mo- to not necessarily a monster deal. Not bringing in somebody that came off of a, a you know, because the thing the, the Giants are in one of those positions where they need pass rushers or, or defensive players. Where it's kind of like how the Knicks are in, where it's like we're just going to kind of bring somebody in that had a good year last year, but that warrants bigger money. And you're bringing somebody in that's not really like proven enough to get the big money. You could do, you could get it beside that from Leonard Floyd. And I think the Giants, you know, the Giants are going to be looking at this point. I think you know the six round picks is dispensable. To them. That's what that that's the point I was going to make. Is I mean, you're you're signing a a guy that's been a starter for. I mean, he's, what's he been in for three years now? Yeah, Floyd, four, four years. So I mean, it's really been that long. You're wow. you're getting a an NFL starting player you're for like, a sixth round pick. Yeah, you're getting somebody that's looking to revamp their career. That's proven that they can be a pass rusher. That health and, has really been the big issue for next to nothing. And even if you a, don't resign them, right? And then it's a win for the Bears because the Bears have proven that they can make impact decisions on late round picks. It's the early round picks that buck yep. them. <laughs> Um, anybody else? 
All right, this leads into the most, I think, divisive thing of this. The Panthers trade a third-round pick to – or, I'm sorry, the Patriots trade a third-round pick to the Panthers for Cam Newton, essentially looking for a long and short-term potential option. Cam has one year left on his deal, uh, but he is 30 years old, so it would be essentially a one-year rental to see how he does before the Patriots decide, do I want to actually give him a deal or not? This is the one I don't agree with. I don't agree with this at all. Because, well, we'll find out in a minute. But it doesn't make much sense in my eye for both teams. It's better. Keep going. Keep going. And it's just like, I don't think one Kim fits New England. And the fact I don't think New England fits Cam. It, it's not. It's not the offense for him to run. So he's uh, not a pocket passer. So, a question for you guys. Now, I, I, I'm sort of, I'm feeling what you guys are saying, and I sort of, uh, I think, I, I think I agree with what you guys are trying to say. Well, real quick, so I don't think that this New England Patriots team is a pocket passing offense anymore, and that's why they struggled so much. I would agree with it's, you. It's, it's, it's a running back gadget, slot receiver type of deal now. That's the, that's the offense that they are now. They're not, they're not the, the sit back in the pocket and, and because you, you saw it without n- not having that vertical threat in Rob Gronkowski. They didn't have the consistent deep threat all the time, so it was a lot of gadgetry, and that is not a pocket. Having having wait, having to wait for something to open across the middle or wait for the running back to develop something big in the middle of the field is not a pocket passer game. Tom Brady has made a career off of the deep pass with the dump off to the running back selection, and these running backs on the Patriots squad right now are a more create-your-own-route type of guy like the Le'Veon Bells of the world. And you need somebody that can scramble and create time outside the pocket for something like that. So I don't necessarily disagree with Cam Newton being a good fit on that offense. The offense is taking a revamp. That's why I don't think it worked this year. Is because Brady isn't that mobile quarterback that can make it work. Well, I don't think it's that. I think it's more the fact that Cam can't complete the 5-10 to 10 yard slant consistently. Well, I mean, so to, to play both, I'm, I'm agreeing with what both you guys are saying. So I think Cam is not the quarterback that he was four years ago. I think that time is behind him. But I think to what Paul is saying, Cam could definitely be a guy who runs like kind of like a, a, a hijinks offense where he just kind of dink and dunk can do these kind of like these little just, you know, control the game from, you know, right on the line of scrimmage. I also don't think Cam was the right quarterback for the direction that the Panthers offense was going. So the way I'm looking at it too is, is I just don't think Cam and Belichick is a good pairing. I, I look at Cam as that. He's definitely an emotional person. He, he's, he's emotional, in. and I mean, if, if things happen, you know, I, I think Cam wants to push the ball down the field, and, th- and and Belichick plays his game. Like, if you don't fit his game, he gets rid of you. So I, I don't think that Cam's going to want to do this, you know, the dink and dunk. But that's not what it's going to have to be as a dink and dunk offense. It was a dink and dunk offense this year because Brady wasn't able to get outside of the pocket and create time and separation for the, the, the bigger routes to open up, Cam can do that. I understand what you I don't just, think the receivers are good enough for them to get open. That's why I think Tom Brady had a hard time. Well, that's, But that's just it. That's what I'm saying. Tom Brady had to sit in the pocket and wait for the receiver to create separation. When you go out, of, we see it with Mahomes all the time and Russell Wilson. The minute Russell Wilson exits the pocket, that's when the receivers get open. Because now Russell Wilson has created the threat of picking up the first down with his legs. And Cam Newton can still do that. I don't care what anybody says. Oh, I, I Cam know Newton can. can still 1,000% do that. Yeah, I don't think he has the arm strength to throw across his body for a nice 20-yard game. I do. 
He's had a lot of time to rehab. We've seen that. That'll be the big thing too, is how that shoulder has healed. That opinion, that'll be the big. In thing. my opinion, Kim went to Tampa Bay makes the most sense. But that's just mine. No, Philip Rivers is going to Tampa. Well, we'll, we'll get there. We're, yeah, we're yeah, talking yeah. about the situation at hand right now. Uh, so let's say so the Patriots, you know, they they go Cam Newton. That results in Marcus Mariota signing a two-year, eighteen million dollar deal with the Panthers. Now, to me, that's a lateral move. If he like, for it's, example, but it's a cheaper move, right? But for example, if Ball disagrees with Cam being bad for the Panthers now, he's not the right quarterback for the Panthers. Now. I, I, Mariota doesn't push it deep nearly as much as Tim right, likes but to. He's, a, he's basically the same quarterback. No, I understand that, but I also don't. I also think this would be more of like a, hey, we're not giving up, but we've given up this season because I don't think the Panthers are in any kind of win now mode. There is nothing the Panthers can do this offseason that's going to make them a contender to win that division, let alone the Super Bowl. Well, well, keep in mind, too, I mean, when Mariota first came in, I mean, he showed flashes of potentially being a good NFL quarterback. And, I mean, if you sign a guy with this projected deal, two-year, $18 million, that, that's that's nothing for a starting quarterback. In my opinion, right. the only way this makes sense is if they draft Tua. Only way it makes sense in my eyes. What pick do they have right now, Kyle? Seven. Are they picking that low? Holy shit. But, but I mean, really, like, if you sign Mariota for this two-year $18 million, so you're going to give him $9 million a year, if he comes out and plays like he did, you know, his rookie and sophomore season, you you got a great starting quarterback for next to nothing. You're right. But my opinion, the only way that makes sense is they draft him. That's my opinion. And I'm saying that because they're basically playing for market to get you through two years. I... I don't. I don't think whoever drafts two is going to. I think up. he's an upgrade over uh, Kyle Allen, though. But anyway, it's better than Kyle Allen. Okay, so there you go. So like, like I'm saying, like they're playing for mediocrity while they're waiting for two to to come back from his injury. He's back. He's not. He's not back. They, yet. they expect him to miss the entire year. Yeah. He got cleared saying everything's healthy today. No, he he said him. their prognosis was as positive as possible. He's not cleared to do anything right now. And. That's just my like. So Souls brings up like a good point there. It, it's sort of a lateral move, like you know. So you base an offense forever now based on this mobile quarterback who can do a whole bunch. And it, well, the it, thing it, you got to remember though, and not to cut you off, is that Ron Rivera is not there anymore. Well, it's well, not his well, offense, which anymore. is fine. That, that and it's a, a college point. offense now, so they're going to look for the deep ball instead of the, you know, the. Which is what Marietta thrived in. So yeah. I mean, I think we're at a point where do we see uh, Marcus Marietta reinvent himself? Or is is this just the guy we get? Who's a guy who's a mobile quarterback who has these flash in the pans that wins games sometimes? Who's the better then, quarterback, Winston or Mariota? Winston. Winston. Okay. Well, well, and that's just it. Because Winston can, like, you know, though yes, he did throw I, the, interceptions, but he's a gunslinger. That, yeah. Unfortunately, well, that's not the thing. That's not what I. Agree. I do agree with you with that. But I agree with every analyst. I think if Tampa Bay keeps Winston this year, he is going to have one hell of a year. And very well, he could. I don't. I don't necessarily believe in him, but I don't. But I understand what James Winston is. I, I get it. I understand. Like, he's a shittier. He's the lower version of Brett Favre. Because you know, the, the Bruce Arians offense is very hard to understand. You know, he he threw thirty picks, but he also threw what was it thirty touchdowns and five thousand yards. So I mean, he did have a good year, but he didn't have a good year. So it's just it's one of those random things. So. Mariota, the Panthers. It's it's sort of a lateral move, I guess. But what is so. it? What it is? It's a low. Low risk, high reward. Right, so let, let's say that happens. So, so which perhaps spurs 
Teddy Bridgewater. To sign a four-year, $120 million deal with the Colts. I think it should happen without that much money. What would you give him? 60. $60 million? He came in and won five games right. for the Saints. He came in and won five games. That's it. He's a backup. As well, a backup. So, well, but no, that's fair. But, but, so but, you see for four? But but again, I mean, in the, in the NFL world we live in, what did Brock Osweiler get? That's right. What did Jimmy Garoppolo and, get? Yeah, but here you you saw the you saw the positive and the negative of that. You saw Jimmy that's Garoppolo thirty money. Your, that's thirty million just for people who Jim, aren't doing Jimmy that. Garoppolo took him to the promised land and lost. Brock Osweiler, you saw the repercussions of that. But but Jimmy and Garoppolo Colts, and the Colts won. They have tons of fucking money. Garoppolo did it two years later. At the time when he signed that contract, he hasn't he didn't do a thing yet. You're right. Sure, but he no, also I, but but I mean, he played he like he was the backup. And he did they, not lose. That first season with the 49ers. He went, he went 6-0 and with the 49ers? What I, Kyle, before he played a down with the 49ers, they signed him to a monster deal. And he had not even three starts. or what? Three, two, he had two starts he and he got hurt three. in the and second What did he do this year? Well, I mean, I, I'm not, Kyle, I'm not saying anything about if this If you're going to tell me that Jimmy G brought them to the Super Bowl, I'm going to go tell you to fuck I, yourself. Listen, no, but before he played a snap with the Niners... Before he pl- ever touched a Niners jersey, they signed him to that monster jer- that monster contract, you know, and he was a backup. He he didn't do anything right. Yet. So, but well, here's the deal: he got hurt, and unfortunately, we we place a lot of blame on game managers, which I can't understand because if you if you have a really good running game, then why do we put so much attention on? Oh, he couldn't throw the big pass because your guy threw, ran for 120 yards. <laughs> I, that, opinion, there's a disconnect there. In my mm-hmm. opinion, the NFL knows exactly what Teddy Bridgewater is. We've seen it in time in Minnesota. We've seen it in time in New Orleans. And he's, he's not going to lose you the game, but he's not going to win you the but game. But, I mean, in Minnesota, he was on pace to be great and then had a freak knee injury. Right. Came and back and started back. five games and won five. So, I mean, how did much, it, How much of that was him? He won five games. But how much of that was him? How much of Garoppolo's season was him this year? A lot. No, it Garopp- really wasn't. Just real quick, Garoppolo signed that deal after he, after the season he was traded to the 49ers. Was it? Yeah, so he okay. played those games for the 49ers and then signed the deal and then got hurt. And here's my thing. I mean, granted, it's still only like three or four games that he's Why sta- would you give a quarterback all that money when you kind of think you already have your quarterback? I don't think if they Yeah, that. if they thought they had their quarterback, they would have signed him a You're lot right. longer. But he's fighting for a job. What if he loses that job? What if he Nick Foles it? Is that $120 million still worth it? No, not at all. Well, so then what's the point? Why not give him on a cheaper deal, like two years, $30 million? Teddy's not going to take that. You don't know that. He, he's not going to take it because he went out and won the five games. Someone will he, pay he him knows this money. That he knows that he was going to the Saints. Yep. The Colts offense is not even close to the Saints offense. So here's, I mean, and you guys can cut me off if I'm wrong. This is the one. Portion, All right, you're done. This is the one portion of this domino effect that perhaps could go without. I, I think, think this la- is right. I, I think, don't think the money is right. This last portion, well, the part of the domino effect though is that because Brady's because gone. the Patriots didn't get Bridgewater, right. the Colts oh, will jump. Right, I understand, but is there a possibility that we can exclude this portion and move on to this one? Sure, we'll move on to the Bears lateral trading for Josh Rosen from the Dolphins. Well, they're trading for their backup. They're I trading for the guy that's going to learn under Brady in this scenario. No, it's just the, the whole... I agree with that trade. The aspect of it would be if they were to sign for Brady, the aspect would be that if you do, you're saving yourself the whole 
fifth-year option thing on Trubisky. With Rosen, you have an additional year on the rookie contract. So now I don't I don't agree with this because I don't think the Dolphins are going to do it because the Dolphins are going to they're they're bringing back Fitzpatrick and they're either going to get Tua or uh, the kid from Oregon. No, what's his name? Herbert. Herbert. Yeah. Justin Herbert. So they're not going to need Trubisky. So I just don't see the the Dolphins doing this trade. Here's my thing. I think Mitch Trubisky would thrive under that that offense personally. Which offense? The Dolphins. Okay. We we saw glimpses of Mitch Trubisky being what he should be. I could see Trubisky being traded to Tampa and thriving. Well, not thriving, but I'm saying like like being like a kind of like a compete for the job between him and Winston kind of thing because we've seen Trubisky do well in the the deep throw scenario. It's just he it's just when he throws the deep ball. I haven't I, watched I much you. of Trubisky. Is he accurate on the deep ball? He, He's learning, but he the problem is, is that it's just like he is. It's just it's too much of an inconsistent offense. It's too much. I, I I don't think anyone on the offense is actually running the offense the way that Gase wants to. Who? I don't think Matt or, Nagy um, should be calling Nagy. that. <laughs> I don't. I don't think. I think Matt Nagy is more of the issue than anybody else on that team. I agree with you. I think he had that that one. You know, the first year he was in there, no one really knew nothing, and now he's he's gotten figured out. No, it's not about getting figured out. He just he gets too cute. That's right. I think he's trying to stay a step ahead of everybody, and it's just not no, working I, out. I just don't think he knows how to coach. He's a bad time management. He, he's bad at he's bad at the small things. So he's Sean McVay. He's a good offensive coordinator. He's not a good coach. Sean McVay's a good coach. He, it's not his fault. His defense got fucking well, you know, forty years old. You know, I think it's too. And uh, Matt Nagy, I don't what know about what the class of his offense. But Is I think. He, Nagy is probably on on the younger, I would say the younger side of forty. I guess is, is, is that a He's fair? He's a young thing? head coach. And the thing is, we we ran into this trend where hey, hey, let's hire this young coach, which doesn't just doesn't have to be the trend. It doesn't have See, to be. Here's the thing. Everybody's looking always. for the next Sean McVay. The, the Pittsburgh Steelers hired Mike Tomlin at what thirty three? At the time, the youngest head coach in history. At that time, Mike Tomlin didn't have to do a damn thing. He picked up a pretty good. He team. was like, all right. Go do your job. I mean that that Steelers defense was still the Steelers Matt Nagy defense at that time. Wasn't fortunate enough to do that. You know, even the Packers coach uh, before wasn't. It's not fortunate to do that. They don't have the weapons that the Steelers <coughs> had at the time for Tom. <laughs> he has Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, but you saw it this year. Their receiving core is not even close to what it used to be. And played a de- and played a, in a division with a very lackluster offensive capability. Like, like the, when Mike Tomlin took over the Steelers, he had Hindsward, he had Ben Roethlisberger, he had um, whoever the fucking running back was. <laughs> but like he had the pieces. Was it Mendenhall? Now what is that? that like, I think it was Willie Parker. I mean, I, I don't disagree with the majority of these domino effects. I just. Unfortunately, for as a Bears fan, um, I, I just don't see the first one happening. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't either. Just because I just don't, it's not about the, it's not about his fit in the scheme, really. I don't I don't see that because Ryan Pates will take a chance on anything. We've seen that a billion times. I just don't think the Bears are going to be willing to to drop that much cap on one person when they've already got so much cap invest, invested on so many guys. I mean, because Robinson's making money, Max making money, Jackson's making money now. You know, they're already like having to start. How much money is Robinson making? I don't think he's making that much. No, but he's making enough to make an no, impact. I know, I know. I'm just asking how much he's making. But Paul, I don't know, Kyle. Uh, we're we're uh, good though. I, to wrap this up, but Paul, from a personal, as a guy who's a fan of the team, 
what would and be... a fan of Brady and, and a fan of Brady, which not is an like, asshole. I appreciate greatness. No, I appreciate greatness. No, you don't. Listen, I think he's you a don't great quarterback. No, you don't appreciate Brady. I do appreciate. No, Brady. you don't. Of course, you don't. No, why, you don't. why can I dislike him and still like, respect him? Because you, what, what you've gone on record as not respecting him or appreciating him. That's not true. It is. That's not Kyle, true. You have, you you have time and time again argued against him as the greatest quarterback of all time when it's hands down him. I, I have already broken down my quarterback tier. And yeah, he, Kyle, he's my Kendall, every time we bring it up, as being the greatest quarterback of all time, you dance around it by saying Peyton Manning's a better regular season quarterback. Brady. Joe Montana's a better postseason quarterback. No, 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 no. And so guess what? When Joe Montana's one in postseason and Brady's two and Peyton and no, Joe no, no, Montana's no. and Peyton's not even close, Peyton's one at regular season, Brady's two, and Joe Montana's not even close. Two trumps, all that. He's the best. Joe, He's the best quarterback Joe's, of all time. Joe's the best Super Bowl quarterback. Brady, best postseason. Peyton Manning, best regular season. That's always been my stance. And always Tom Brady's the best quarterback of all time. One of the best. Yeah, see, exactly. That's that right. You <laughs> not putting the respect on his name. But I do put respect. No, why, you're not putting the respect. Because not... he's the... Can we all agree that Matt Ryan sucks? No. He's, I mean, he's whatever. <laughs> Next show, come back with a legitimate argument as to why he's not the greatest quarterback of all time. That's what I want. I don't want the... But he's one Kendall of the best. Hallmark. But can I can I give you we we've had this conversation one time before and I was refuted and I tried to give my explanation because it depends on the the time and this and that and this and that and I and I was shut down immediately so I will not. He's top three in touchdowns. He's top three in yards. He's got more Super Bowls than all those guys combined. I would like to see Brady. I, Paul, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. It'd be it'd be cool well, to see Brady in in Chicago, but I think we're gonna see it and, where I want. Right, him. And, and can I just San say, Diego. He's going to end up back. Go in, he's going to end up in New England. I don't know why everybody's so against that. I don't think I'm so. not against it. I, I don't care where you go. I just think I, I would like I, to see him in LA. Really, I think it's a pipe dream that he ends up anywhere else. Kraft will pay him forty five million dollars. He, he ends up in it. Cleveland. Yeah, but All right. Also, a thing that says we have time for one more of these. Before no, we don't. The, we have. Yeah, we it's eleven oh six. We started at eight thirty. <laughs> There's still other things we do every show. That takes up <laughs> so much time. <laughs> so, anyways, we have time for one more. All right, we can get through. We'll go through it quick. All right. If we go through it quick, we have. What do I have to do? Uh, click two over. So not that one. Go to the next one. Because this is the one I heard. Cam Newton about. signs with the Bears. Cam Newton <laughs> traded to the Chargers. The traded to the Chargers for a second round pick. After Philip Rivers is going into free agency, currently the only uh, quarterbacks left on their roster are Tyrod Taylor and Easton Stick. Good name. Kyle, can you tell me where Easton Stick went to college? Baylor. No. Okay. Washington State. No. Kyle, don't act like you knew that. Went to a weird school. Yes. <laughs> Not really that weird, but yes. Um, so. Northwestern. No. The Chargers would be the t- the Chargers would be the team to overpay for Cam. Yes, they're the only team. Go? Went to North Dakota. They're the only team. They're the only team in the NFL that would overpay because they they still have the we can win now mentality because Derwin James is coming back. They still have Bosa. They have Keenan Allen. Allen. But my, my whole thing is is like it, I don't give a shit. Who, they, they're not. I don't think they're going to have Melvin Gordon next year. No. So it, it doesn't really for me. That's a Austin Eckler. But it's Ooh. just it's just a big hole in their offense is losing Melvin Gordon. I mean, you saw that with Austin Eckler. I mean, he performed great for some games, but Melvin Gordon was always a difference maker. And, I, I mean, but I could see the, the Chargers being a team to overpay on a trade for him 
Because I don't think you should be giving up anything more than a third for Cam at this point. Here's my favorite part of this entire thing. Carolina signs Taysom Hill to a two-year $18 million deal. That's only going to depend on Drew Brees. Yep. I don't think so, though. I don't think it does depend on Drew Brees, though, because... Drew Brees leaves, they're going to keep Teddy. No. They've already gone on record as saying they want want Brees to groom Taysom Hill to be the quarterback of the future. The guy that's thrown seven snaps. No, I don't think it's what the Saints said. So... I, I don't see that one happening. Um, so I, I think that I think the Saints and Breeze are going to do everything in their power to keep Breeze on a, a two year deal or something like that and groom Taysom. Um. So are, are we assuming that if they sign Taysom, like he'd be their starting quarterback? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Or 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 they would still draft somebody into a compete thing and move on from Kyle Allen. But look at Tua. But I mean, even they're not going to get Tua at seven. No, no, I'm just saying. Can you think of the trick plays they would get with McCaffrey off Taysom Hill? But but what but I mean we is, we see that out of kind of like speculation. Yeah, because I mean he's a trick play guy now. He's an all things guy now. But who I, knows that's going to be the guy of the future if they make him a starting quarterback? I think a lot of the trick plays the, would be the same with Alvin not, Kamara. <laughs> he's not a trick play guy. That's the thing. Every time he's in the game, he gets the ball. It's not a trick play. It's just a. Hey, we're too stupid to realize that this is the guy that's going to get the ball. It's like any time a defensive lineman signs up to be a tight end on a goal line play. Guess what? Ninety percent of the time, he's not a decoy. Right. You no, overthink it and think he's a decoy. And, and Paul, you're right. I, we're, we're saying it wrong. Every time he's in the game on offense, he touches, he touches the ball. Do we think uh, what's his face? Taysom Hill is going to mount to anything in the NFL? I don't think. I think if he stays the way he is, yes. I, I also think he gets more money than that, to be honest with you. <laughs> I don't think Taysom Hill amounts to anything. I think he's the better version of Tim Tebow. He, but he's already amounted to something. He's amounted I, I he's to being a weapon. He hasn't amounted to being a great quarterback. I think he's what Tim, oh, no. I think he's what Tim Tebow should have been. Okay, have we wrapped up this portion? Yep. Right. Nick Foles traded to, the ja- or traded to Miami to dump his cap. Uh, disagree. I, I, everyone just thinks that Miami is going to be a dumping ground for quarterbacks. Like Miami proved at the end of the season last year that they can stay in games and they can play games. They're keeping Ryan Fitzpatrick. They're gonna. I, I just can't see them being willing to eat this much money for a quarterback. Same thing with Trubisky. Like, why would they bring him in for the fifth year option? Like, I, I just don't see it. I, I I think that they're they're gonna they're either gonna draft somebody this year if they get the right guy because they have the fifth pick. So, I mean, they're in a poised spot to either have their options at Herbert or Tua at this point in time, regardless, uh, disregarding trades. But they ha- they're they at poised to have their pick between the two. Or they pass it up and take somebody else and trade down, and then they have a fuck. They can, they can tank and go for fucking um, sunshine next year. <laughs> I mean. Oh, dude. That guy can be so good. But I'm just saying, it's all speculation. Who? Trevor Lawrence. What yeah, guy from Clemson? Pretty good. <laughs> But, I mean, I just don't see the Dolphins being willing to eat all this contract money that the, that people think they're going to eat because they're it, desperate for a quarterback. It depends what they get in return. I think if, they just love Ryan too much to, like, say anything about it. Yeah. Who? I could, Dolphin, I think they they already Ryan. said Ryan Fitzpatrick's coming no, no, back. No. I, I can see Nick Foles being traded. I just don't know who. Right. Like what Paul said, I don't think the Dolphins are willing to, like, hey, we'll just take out another quarterback just for the sake well, of the quarterback. if they can cut him next year. 
that wouldn't be a bad thing depending on the money that they can get for him can or the pick actually. that they can get for him. If they can dump him next year, I don't know what his salary cap is like. I don't know. He he signed a two-year deal. Okay, so there you go. You pick him up for $20 million this year. If you can get a second-round or a third-round pick out of that, that's a no-brainer. Can we please talk about the next thing? Yeah, <laughs> all right, moving on. Jacksonville brings in Andy Dalton. I would fucking love that. Yeah, I would too. I think so you Dal- can root for Andy Dalton. I root for Andy Dalton now. It's because you're a Bengals fan. No, that's <laughs> all. Like, I don't think Dalton's a bad quarterback. He just got put in a fucking terrible situation. Yeah. Is there a reason that it's called the Dalton line? Like, I, I think if Andy Dalton got traded to Jacksonville, he makes that team a eight to nine win team. If he gets traded to Jacksonville, the Dalton line becomes the golf line. I think Dalton would make that team a thousand times better. Dalton is definitely a quarterback that needs weapons around him. The Bengals just never did that. They never, they never put weapons. Here you around go. Him. Here's John Ross who can run really fast. Good they luck. Just, they kept taking gambles on guys. No, like John Ross can't run route. Th- that's it. Here's a guy who can run really fast. But Good like, luck. When AJ Green was healthy, he was able to throw to AJ Green. Mark, come on. And that's why I think AJ Green well, is one of the top. It, we've seen it. The Bengals have had splashes of actually playing really good football. And that's for sure. Andy Dolan. For sure. And, uh, Andy Dolan and a lot of that was team. test of the defense being so good, too. Mm-hmm. That is yes. true as well. They've, they've, never, they've never supplied him with good weapons. Yeah. I think Dolan AJ Green done. would be perfect. Dolan had no pressure. Granted, there's been some swing and miss. Tyler Eifert, you know, things like that. But He's just got hurt. An injured he, guy he played well. well when he had to. But All I right, think so move Dolan, on to the next Dolan one. Dolan's up in the tank for sure. Patriots trade a late-round pick. Former top ten pick Josh Rosen. That I see a thousand percent. Yeah, you know, so I would like, love that. I was, was going to say this is going to happen no matter what. That, I see. That, that, I can see that happening. That's been a thing for a while. Yeah, yeah that's I, true. I could see that happening. Uh, if yeah, anybody I mean, can groom him, Belichick can. We don't have to elaborate. Just, it's something that probably could and will happen. Yeah. yeah. And, and then, then we're on the next one, which is I have not heard anything about. I have, yeah, I've not heard but it's either. very enticing. I don't I hate thousand percent could see this happening. Yeah. I, I've heard it in years past. I heard it last year. But now, given everything that's been going on, for those who are listening, it's and, Marcus Mariota signs a two-year deal with the Eagles. I could see that a thousand percent. And honestly, somebody that can pick the offense up if if something happens with Wentz, <laughs> and which is the biggest question mark in the world for the Eagles is can Wentz play a whole season. Has he yet? Well, he played all last season. He just got hurt in the wild card, but they lost. Yeah, but three things happened. Yeah. Yes. He's had a guy hit into the ground. I'm not saying it was a dirty play. I'm not getting into that. Like Things like that happen. But Wentz doesn't have the ability to extend the play when the weapons aren't there. And it, that's what we saw through the, the, the remainder of the season. The, the Eagles made the playoffs because the Cowboys choked, not because yes. the Eagles played phenomenal football. And, right. and, I, and, and I think Alshon that, Jeffrey not being there, Nelson Aguilar removing his hands and putting cement there. Yeah. Sean Jackson comes back strong, perhaps. I, mean, right, I, I think that's a perfect fit. I think Mario, Mario I can love extend that the play. I think Granted, that's his the, thumb stays okay. I, I think that's the perfect fit. I don't think there's a better team in the league for him. Well, I do. There's one team. Who? Um... Honestly, no yes. For Marietta? Yeah. For some ungodly reason, if Tom Brady leaves, he can come in and perfectly fit that offense. I don't hate that. Now, do you say that for, excuse me, sorry, the Cam Newton reasons, but no, being No, I, I say that because He's Bill Belichick can be like, okay, you're going to do this, you're going to do that. Don't think, just do it. And no, I, agree, I agree with that. I, I I'd like to see. That. I'd like to see Jameis in the Patriots offense. To be honest with you, oh dear God! I mean, Jameis, man, <laughs> he could probably throw for a million yards. I think Belichick would lose his shit having Jameis. No, no, there. I, 
I, I, think, I bet you. I, I think if Jameson played, I think if James played for the Patriots, I bet you he'd throw for thirty-five and ten. I'd love to see Tampa Bay yeah, keep so. him for one more. I do. Year. I'd love to see Bruce Arians with Jameis for one more year. Thirty-five. And I, and I think that could work. I'd like to do one more of these. I don't know if you guys want to. No, we got plenty more for next week. Yeah, we got we got to go. Well, yeah, hey, beer reviews. Anything else like to do, Lord Emperor of Mass? I'd like to take that bell and slam it into his chest, <laughs> but with the nipple side in my hand. I, don't come over here. <laughs> Graves does remember. Right. <laughs> so, why don't you give a, do the double beer review? All right, Cool Forty Five was ass. <laughs> God, come on, give us the course. So. Too zigzag. It didn't taste great. No, Kyle, it doesn't taste great. I'm not going to say it because you said I would. Cold 45. The over was set at three. You could do it once. We can go to the park after dark and smoke that tumbleweed. Then I drank some water burns. We can take our turns singing that dirty rap song. I would sing the wrong way. Stop beneath the bong like Chi-Chin Chong. Also taste from here to Hong Kong. You said Taysom Hill? Taysom Hill. So roll, roll, roll my joint. Take out the seeds and The best line in that whole song is, fuck Dolly Parton in Tennessee, her breasts were filled with Hennessy. Yes, it is. Or the next best line would be, I fucked a bitch in in Iowa, I fucked her on credit, so I owe her. Yeah. So I owe her. Oh, what an awesome song. I drank Smuggest on, which I had last week, which I didn't review. None of us reviewed last week. We signed off pretty quick. I personally really like this beer. Um, the taste was very good. wasn't very strong. Guys, I'm a little fucked up. That's because of the shots. But doesn't doesn't smell bad. <laughs> I like it, and it tastes very good. I think a lot of I think all of you guys would like this beer, not all just right. me. I'd like to try it, Carl. The uh... you did last week. <laughs> Kyle, I enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Genesee is extremely average, but for the price point, I'm in. $4 for the six-pack. You can't say that it's extremely average in Buffalo when we go. It is extremely average, and they know that. Although I've heard that Genesee makes like awesome craft beer only at their brewery. They do. They make some actually they like had, some of like the best. They had a beer that they made last year. They made a uh, an IPA that. Um, did you buy it? No, I didn't. When the fuck did I go to New York? Well, I thought you never mind. No, I didn't go there to do it. They made an IPA that was um, ranked higher than anything that Treehouse did. Yeah, I'm in. So you're not going. Oh, we're going. No, you're, we're going. <laughs> you're going to Pittsburgh. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm done with that armpit city. We're sending oh, you hey, on a, hey, hey. We're sending you on an Uber ride there. <laughs> with Eight Vito hours. as the driver. Oh, Eight God. hours in an Uber. It's going to be Vito and Handy driving. You want to hear our Billy for the 15th time? <laughs> Mass, you want to review your Relic wait, 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 Violet I love this Ray? verse. <laughs> uh, Relic was okay. Um, I picked it up because it said it was a uh, Citra beer. Uh, I didn't get much of that note. Just very hoppy. It wasn't great. Give it, like... One and a half stars. We're probably not getting Thomas it Hooker with respect. Well, that's Relic. No, no, no. Down. It was brewed at Thomas Hooker, but it's brewed by Relic. What's the point? I don't well, know. They suck it up that they can't get their own brewing. They no, have it's to contract. Brew it it's contract. It's contract brew. Shortens uh, production. Stupid fuckface rat. Yeah, rats will make that noise. 
Yeah, I blew that one. Uh, so last week I had uh, from the Riddler collection a a uh, what was the the, the uh, amount in the bottle? It was a one point five. Think Rebecca would think this is a spider. She might. <laughs> a one point five liter that I actually don't remember. <laughs> you didn't write it down in your book. I did not because I was enjoying myself. But however, I did enjoy myself. It was a uh, it was a, a collab brew um, from uh, the guys who make giant bottles of beer. I think That's it was Stone. Stone, Stone and somebody, uh, which I'll never remember. Oh, Line and Kugel. It was not that. <laughs> um, however, I do rem- I, I, I remember drinking because I, I drank it literally for four hours. Um, it it was interesting because you know it. What do you remember? The, it, it had like light aspects to it, which it was not. It was not a heavy beer, and it was something that you know, obviously that I don't think is intended to be drank by one person. I could be wrong, uh, but it, it it was very tasty. Um, you know, it, it, I I make this assessment a lot when I'm drinking a sour, in, in the sense that it, this beer was not a sour. I'm I'm, I'm just using this. <laughs> I'm using this as a jumping know, off. I'm using this as a jumping off point where it's something that it, it hits the palate that, like you know, it it, it it's crisp. It's a crisp beer, and uh, it was from Stone and Lost Abbey. It was called Sticks and Stones. Yes, and it was a. Did it break your bones? It was uh, a pilsner finished on wood chips. Yes, very. Uh, I enjoyed it very much. What kind of wood? Uh well, I I assume mahogany. <laughs> it's hardwood. Uh, continuing on today, uh, Riddler assisted me uh, bringing in. Uh, I was hounding for this big time orange cream. You know, Kyle, I'd love to just slap you with a fish because I know you just hate it. Orange cream pop from uh, Dickens Ale in, K- in Stratford, Connecticut. Uh, Paul, I don't know what you paid for it. Uh, eleven ninety nine. Eleven ninety nine. Much appreciated. Six percent. What did you pay all year, Kyle? Oh my god! It's true, he hasn't bought a beer yet this year. It's not true. Always oh, a very uh, drink. That's not true. On the show. No, I drank. Um, oh my god, what the um, hams doesn't count. No, not hams, but equivalent to hams. What is that? Exactly. Beer it counts. I bought it. Um, amber in color. Um, the the aroma. It's kind of it, it's different. I, I put citrus just for the sake of putting citrus. Um, has a floral and. Um, Citrusy taste reason because after all it is a, a orange type beer very tasty I love creamsicle anything uh, Paul thank you very much I give it three stars sure would get again and then I the other beer I had which was laughed at and I also laugh at now that I bought it it's called a Pilsner by Stillwater Stillwater World Famous eleven dollars uh, per purchase I can't find uh, the ABV because it's a Norwegian uh, didn't know that. Uh, golden in color, uh, kind of very bready uh, in aroma and flavor. Uh, it's a good beer, but it tastes like any other Pilsner. Two stars, doubtful would get again. Thank you. Wow, that was aggressive. Uh, so I had last week the Canadian Molson, which is eleven ninety nine a twelve pack. Uh, kind of you know, it's just strong golden color, bread and grainy. Very multi. Uh, it's a solid, crushing, low ABV beer for, for hockey. 
It's a good watching sports beer. Give it two and a half stars, but that's not accredited to the absolutely would get it again. I mean, it's two and a half stars because it's, it's a whatever beer. Good beer. Affordability. It's, yeah, it's great. I love it. Tonight I had uh, two beers, kind of. Um, so the second beer I had was the... I actually had three beers. I started and finished with a Molson. But um, I had what Mass didn't finish out of the orange cream pop can, which is about like a fifth of the beer. Um, from the decadent eels. That's it's not true. Pretty, yeah, it is. No, I, it's not. It is. No, I threw the beer at you. It was empty. It wasn't. I, I drank it. You did not. Anyway, for somebody who didn't drink it, I can tell you that it was straw and colored with a grainy citrus taste, also vanilla and yeasty. Um, it was had a mild orange taste with a heavy grain and vanilla. It was kind of whatever, but it was a unique flavor. I gave it one and a half stars, so I doubt I'd get it again. I'm also not a big creamsicle guy, so it's... Um, Odd bias in there. And then the big star of the day was the Neon Rainbows IPA from Oma Gang out of Cooperstown, New York. 6.7%. Uh, straw golden in color with a grainy citrus aroma and a grainy citrus yeasty flavor. It was a delicious hazy IPA with a nice flavor and good body. It had nice mild juice to it with a rainbow of citrus flavors. Rainbow? See what I did there? Worked the, worked the name right back into it. Uh, four stars. Absolutely we get it again. But you can't because it's limited. Um, so get it while you can. Fourteen ninety nine a four pack or more at your local package store. As Kendall would say. Make sure to tune in to all of us. Mock, where can they find us? Be sure to find us on Facebook and Instagram at Getting Sports with Drunk. Twitter is GSWD underscore four. Make sure you use the hashtag GSWD for all your daily uses, whether it's fucking up Rudy Gobert, being a member of the Utah Jazz, or talking about big floppy titties with your dad. <laughs> Subscribe on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and find us every week on Spreaker. Wherever you find internet, radio shows, podcasts, sports bullshit, you find us. That's where we are. Listen, like it, share it. On Spreaker. Be sure to check out the Peter Pino show this Wednesday. I believe uh, Kendall and Rita will be down there. Like it. Share it. Tell a friend. Check them out. So, yeah. Videos coming soon. Videos coming soon. That's what Souls always says. It's available every Sunday. Um, Kendall's trying really hard to get the over on this because he bet six and so far we're at zero <laughs> with about 30 seconds remaining. <laughs> so, come on. Next week when we come back, we're going to do our next segment on the 30 under 30. And we're also going to dive into these uh, NBA, or NFL dominoes a little bit further. I'm going to make some of my own. What? Yep. Uh, don't do that. How about we just finish doing what's on there first? That's fine. I'm still going to make my own. All right. You, you go ahead and do that. You know what? You know what? We'll I already to that know what the next week, up until the next show, is going to consist. Kyle's mm-hmm. going to call each of us and read these things. Be like, so what do you think? He won't call me. <laughs> No, he'll call you. You won't answer. (laughs) (laughs) So, make sure to tune in next week for all kinds of fun content. As I said before, this is the year of the monthly segments. It's going to be real shitty. So make sure you tune in because we're going to be drunk off our asses. (laughs) Until next week, I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler. I'm Mark. She washable. Nope. Yep. Toothpick souls. The mask Chris Massey. And I'm the Red of a Red Baron. Yeah.